0: So yeah, I, I had a doctor's appointment. I had a bad fever on Sunday through Tuesday morning and I had a doctor's appointment through tele, through like the teledoc video thing and she's like, Yeah, I don't think you have COVID <laughs> It's like okay.
1: But don't think that's exactly the words that came out of their mouth. <laughs> I don't think you have COVID, but Yeah, well there's I'll like a, the best.
0: I mean there's like a two day wait or two day wait to get a test like cause that's how far behind they are and i don't think we have any rapid test around here so i think it'd be a day or two before i got a result so like it really wouldn't have mattered if i would have gotten tested by that point anyway
1: well i mean you would know that you have it so you wouldn't just be like oh i am now dying now
0: well yeah but most of people don't die like, i don't think i'm dying and i've already my fever was getting better by the time i had the appointment that i just want to
1: know who says that people who don't expect to die and then die <laughs> Well, no, that's the i thing, want I... to say something very morbid so uh we there was this coworker we have we sp- still everybody all of us still speak in this like group chat and everything mm-hmm. and he was one of the i i'm gonna sound terrible because he the, the moral of the story is he died at the end oh, due Jesus. to covid but he was one of the people no maskers i no. want to go out do whatever and then he got covid he treated it like it was like not a big deal and mind you, he works out and stuff. He doesn't, he, he doesn't have, from my knowledge, he doesn't have any underlying health conditions. And uh, he's like, yeah, this, I'm going to kick Corona in the ass. And then like, uh, we didn't hear from him for a month. And then it's like, oh yeah, he, uh, we heard from his wife that he died or whatever. So it's like, I want to say something. I want to be like, I told you so, but I cannot because somebody died. That's disturbing. Well,
0: I have. If things get worse, I have my doctor's number, like her personal cell phone number, mm-hmm. and I'm not having any of the like, coughing or anything. Like I haven't had, you know. So yeah. that's why she didn't think I had COVID. But I mean, most major, I- I'm not like an anti-masker, and I know COVID is very real. But the majority of people don't mm-hmm. need to go even go anywhere. There's nothing they can really give you. You can just take shit over the counter for symptoms, you know. Mm-hmm. So. I think I'm good. Even if I do have it or did have it, I mean, like I said, overall, it doesn't matter because I work from home and I'm not around anyone besides my son. And I talked to my ex wife about it. But my doctor doesn't think that's what it was. She thinks it's some other virus. But it's been kicking my ass for like a week now and still going strong. It, but the, It is
1: winter. Like, I got a dry throat because I have a tendency yeah. of sleeping with a fan on. Yeah.
0: Like, so I just, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely something, but. Now it feels more like a light sinus infection, but it's kind of changed on what it was. That like one thing could have caused another. I don't know. I just just sucks.
1: What if you have Corona 2, the electric boogaloo?
0: <laughs> well, so far I'm not like that debilitated. I just feel crummy. Yeah. I don't feel like horrible. So, and I'm able to get most of my work stuff done, but that's still a pain in the ass. It's almost yeah. it's almost worse that I can work from home now because. If I didn't work from home, I would probably just stay home and do nothing. But the fact that I can mm-hmm. work from home makes it that I still can do stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's mm-hmm. weird. It's weird. We're in weird times. Yeah. Um, I'm happy I can work from home. But at the same time, it makes it easy for me not to rest as much as I should and actually do work.
1: Yeah. I so. don't mind working from home as opposed to like going in and whatever. Because it's just like I hate traffic and travel and stuff like that. So it's, mm-hmm. it's the convenience is there. But, uh, yeah. you, you hear the news about, uh, H well, we're on HBO right now. So HBO is like most of their Warner brothers releases are going to be coming on HBO max. Yeah. I saw How do that. you feel about that? Cause I know you love the theater. So I
0: have mixed feelings. I mean, for, I mean, I don't know. It's like for 2021, I don't see things getting, even mm-hmm. as the way the vaccine rolls out, we're not going to hit the full like vaccine herd stuff until toward the end of next year mm-hmm. anyway. It's but the thing is, 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 simu-
1: is, simultaneously being in theaters and on HBO Go, so it's giving people the option to stay at home, which you really should if you, like, especially if you live in a highly populated area, you probably should stay at home or whatever. But if you can sneak, like, if you live in, like, the suburbs or, like, in the boonies and you have one theater, you can probably sneak to, like, a movie theater and not catch anybody, but... Here is here is just like there's always somebody like our mall is for some reason always crowded and it's like and I'm not exaggerating I'm not saying like oh there's like ten people here is crowded no like it's not business as usual in the in the mall and I'm like H- like how like people don't even go shopping at the mall they leisure at the mall so what are you even doing mm-hmm. there so it's like I'm just, yeah
0: I'm just saying I have mixed feelings like I, I get while like AMC and the theaters are pissed. But at the same time, it's unrealistic to think that theaters are going to have normal business in 2021 anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, I'm I, i I'm an HBO Max subscriber. I think it's convenient, but I also like the theater. So I have mixed feelings, just like with a lot of stuff, you know, it's like it's mixed feelings on the way what is better for the pandemic stuff and what is, you know, we mm-hmm. want things to be normal. I don't want theaters to go away, but is this really even going to change oh, things no, anyway? Because away. 20, I mean, almost, besides tenant coming out and being very lukewarm to even getting people to go n- like since the shit started in February or March or whatever, like we've had no real releases. Everything's been pushed back or streamed anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, every AMC or whatever thinking it's just like magically going to be better, you know, in 2021 is unrealistic. And yeah, if so, it's not going to that... be toward the end. And I, since as far as I can tell, the deal is only through 2021, and they'll mm-hmm. go from there. And I know that they don't want people to get used to not going to the theater. I get that, but at the same time, Warner Brothers got to make that money. They've they've already put a lot of money into these movies, so mm-hmm. they want it. They need to make you know, getting paid by HBO and getting people to watch it. You know, Wonder Woman was originally supposed to be, I think, like come out in May or July or sometime, and mm-hmm. now it's finally coming out on Christmas. It's like, what do they want? The shit just to sit in the fucking can somewhere for years until the theaters are quote-unquote back to normal? Like, I don't see that happening. So I, I don't know what the answer
1: is. Yeah, and also, like, just it, it, like, it's hard to believe because what did the theaters expect? Like, a big blockbuster uh, movie would get people in the seats? Like, people who are like me that are like... No, I will never go to the movie theater until like everything is I, I'm i not going to I'm not going out in public and socially interacting normally until there is a cure for covid because it being down doesn't mean that it, the, like it can't start back up again. So until there's either a cure or like it's 100 percent safe to go out, like I'm not going like you can't. Uh, you can't get me there's no nothing you can do to get me to go into the movie theater so this is probably the best option they have when it comes to like giving people what they want and still like sort of being reasonable where it's like okay we'll still release in theater for people that really have to go but like yeah as you said they're just sitting on these properties and it's like uh, these movies are losing money by the day and it's and it's like at a certain point there th- these movies aren't going to make any money so they have to like release it somehow some way well pa- the
0: other thing is this is like
1: i don't know what all the movies
0: are but mm-hmm. i probably i haven't been going to the theater as much the past couple of years and the only one of these movies that i that i can think of all the top in my head that i probably would go to the theater for is maybe the matrix one and that depends on what the reviews would look like after it Mm -hmm. came out i can't i can't even tell like i like the first wonder woman but shit i would wait till it came out to hbo max like five months later anyway you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. i i i'm not i don't go see i don't go to the theater all the time anymore as much as i'd want to but um, hey look
1: at least we got more movies to commentate over now when they come (laughs) out so especially that tom and jerry movie that looks god-awful I Did Did didn't even know that was a,
0: that? I didn't even know that was a thing until uh, that news story came out a few days ago about them about the deal that they that that was one of the like five or six movies they touted that are going to be the the big ones coming out. Is so it live yeah. action? Uh, yeah, it's like li- CG. It's, space, it's
1: Space Jam. It's like live uh, action mixed with like cartoons and like it's the and it's not 2D. It's like uh, 3D cell shaded to make it look like it's 2D so it looks weirder.
0: I mean, who's that for? Like, nobody. I mean,
1: they had yeah. Tom and Jerry, and they were like, "Hey, let's do something with it."
0: So weird. I mean, it could be good though. Sorry, Michael know.
1: Pena.
0: I mean, I'm trying to think. Every time they take these old properties, and like, I never, you know, the, I never watched Peabody and Mr. Sherman. Like, that's way before my time.
1: But that movie wasn't bad.
0: You know, every once in a while, some of those yeah. movies are, are. But that okay. was a
1: complete CG movie, not like a hybrid hodgepodge. Yeah. I know. Football. I'm
0: just saying like the right writing wise and stuff. You never know. I mean, Paddington movies are just like fantastic, you know, but then some of the things I don't know. I found that Winnie the Pooh one to be underwhelming with, you know, people like that movie. I, I don't even remember it. It was kind of so I don't know it, they're I hit sure or miss. Remember.
1: Winnie the Pooh scared me the way he looks. He look like yes. maybe he shouldn't be real life. Maybe you should keep him as a cartoon cuz he looked like I don't know, a talking stuff animal that looks like Winnie the Pooh. I think it's the way they did the fur. Like he looks like a his, de, like a decrepit little creature.
0: His face was off to me. Something yeah. about his face, the proportions. The yeah, DDRs. they made him they made him look off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had a, I had, a <laughs> I had a discussion with my son recently about business. About business stuff and how Disney bought Winnie the Pooh, pretty much just as so they could, as their like little kid licensing thing to get little kids, you know, into Disney products early. You know, when you buy baby stuff, that's Winnie the Pooh shits on everything. You know, so yeah. I don't know, it's just interesting because that's really what they do. You know, they put it on everything and people buy Winnie the Pooh stuff for babies left and right. It's just like this, Disney's like, we got to make money as soon as possible off these babies. You know. So yeah. I don't know. I, I mean,
1: just, I like when, like the one, one of my favorite movies, like uh, probably top t- uh, twenty movies, is the Tigger movie. So, like, they can make good stuff with Winnie the Pooh. It's just that, yeah, it's it, like yeah, it's mostly there for kids. So,
0: so I mean, well, yeah, it will give us more to comment over some of these movies, you know, if we want to. Because now that we can use HBO Max, um, so we'll see. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I don't want theaters to go away, but I don't want to be unrealistic on, you know, what, I mean, I don't know. I, I think AMC is struggling. I understand why they're pissed, but I think I've talked about it before. From a business standpoint, uh, the movie companies have wanted to bypass theaters for years. Mm-hmm. The whole, you know, the movie companies, well, really, theaters make almost no money selling, these, you know, having these movies. So they've been getting yeah. fucked for years. Their margins has gotten smaller as Disney you know as disney bought marvel and star wars and owns all these disney's a big one that's really fucked over a lot of these theaters so mm-hmm. they want to squeeze out the theaters because they want to keep as much profit as which again they already don't leave much for theaters and the theaters have already been struggling so covid might be just the final nail in the coffin at least for traditional ways that um, movies have been gone now, i still get emails from cinemark and they're showing all sorts of random shit that came out like a year ago and some of the netflix like that christmas chronicles 2 which i know had a theatrical release like a week before it was on netflix but they're showing that and it's it's a hodgepodge of shit that they're showing trying to get people to go to the theater so it's it's weird
1: yeah like i I'll, i've made it known to lots of people i do not like the movie theater experience the the what i'm talking about is like the amcs the little just sit down and watch the movie type thing with a group of like uh, uh, you know, just like the regular one, run of the mill theaters. I love my Alamo Draft House. The, the I love the like dining with your movie type experience. I love like when, like they there's actual like effort put into like not only the customer service but as well as the movie going experience. So when it comes, like, AMC is sort of like the McDonald's of, like, uh, movie theaters where you literally get what you're paying for. You're going there to go see a movie. They they have terrible service when it comes to managing people to make sure that, like, there's no rowdy business or anything. They don't refund you if you had a terrible experience of, like, people literally talking throughout the theater and stuff like that. Somebody literally ruined the whole experience for us going to see uh, Avengers Endgame. Uh, just like talking, being loud and all that and tons of people complained and they still didn't, uh, give us a refund on it. Instead, they try to get, make a, get some popcorn for us. Hey, do you guys want some free popcorn? It's just like, yeah, it's like, I can't, I am tired of this movie theater experience. The only movie theater experience I want is like the Alamo draft house or like your sit in dining movie theaters type of things, because not only is the service better, just overall the projector quality and everything is better. So.
0: Oh, yeah, no. which, like I said, there's one near here that's part of a small chain that does the dining thing. I can't think it was Cinopolis. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have mostly Cinemark around here, and the AMC's close to Sensi, but Cinemark runs in a in a Regal. The Regal around here sucks. Mm-hmm. Another thing, I mean, they're all like get a large popcorn and get it refilled and drinks. That's fucked over because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And an- another thing is, is what they've been trying to do is rent out theaters. Which I get that, but that just like is that's like circumventing the COVID problem. It's like letting Yahoos get like thirty of their friends to rent a theater for two hundred dollars or whatever. You know what I mean? I mean like
1: a room would be fine, like uh, just one theater room, and then just have somebody just like people clean it up afterwards. But but...
0: still though, like giving a space for people to get as many people as possible into watch a movie. You know what I mean? How many
1: realistically, how many people do you think an average person can get into a movie theater? Like,
0: uh. I mean, you have to,
1: like, calculate in people that are amongst their group that do not want to go out because of COVID, so.
0: I mean, easy 10 to 20, but it's probably the same people that would do other things anyway, I guess. I don't know. It just depends. It's still just weird, though. You know, it's weird to be like, we need to make money, so we'll do things that are welcoming groups of people coming in. You know, they're not spacing out. If you're going to something like that, you're right next to your friends. You're not going to go we're in a movie theater with friends and then space out. I mean, maybe some people are, but I'm I'm doubtful of that.
1: Well, yeah, I mean like they're probably like talking amongst themselves or whatever. And then just like pro- probably have ca- casual conversations, but like, I couldn't think of it getting like too rowdy. And then like, that's what, uh, like just have their credit card on file. Like have them pay via credit card and have that on file. So if they fuck anything up or whatever, uh, they would get charged for
0: it. I'm just saying it's not very COVID friendly. So, I mean, whatever. like
1: you would only have to worry about them, I and mean, possibly the workers, but workers should already be wearing masks and stuff when they're working anyway to protect themselves from other people. So, like I don't know, I just think like, yeah, that would be a smart idea because, well, as long as they they would have to like do the book a room, and then have like an hour, uh, like two to three hours worth of wait time for the staff to clean everything and make sure everything's properly sanitized before they get someone else in. But I can see them doing like the greedy method of like, oh, here goes your $200 experience or whatever. And as soon as they get out, here goes a new bunch of people and whatever. So I can see them doing like the greedy, get as many asses in the seats type thing. Well, Yeah. I
0: mean, turnover is the big thing at the movie theaters and Mm -hmm. that's something that's been a problem since COVID is that they're supposed to do these cleaning deep cleanings but while before they they come through and half-ass clean stuff you know you know how they do and then they have a movie start like you know 15 minutes after the one before so okay well i'm gonna go piss and we can start the actual podcast and talk about
1: okay die die hard why you say like you never heard of it before? <laughs> That's I think what I'll do. We'll watch this and
0: I'll it? I'll pretend like I've never seen it. I mean, I can do that
1: if you want. That sounds terrible. It sounds <laughs> like a charade that you won't be able to keep up for long. I wouldn't. Hold on. No, I am not here. This is a new person. Cool. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to some more binge kings. My name is Yanni, and as always, I'm joined with Sean. Yippee Kaye movie watchers. And that was the TBS version of Die Hard, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to be watching uh, Die Hard today, a quintessential Christmas movie along there with Home Alone 1 and 2, and none of the other six other Home Alone movies out there. And uh, what else would be a quintessential Christmas movie? I guess people would say the Santa Claus movies or whatever, but I uh, I wouldn't yeah. say that. Um.
0: Christmas Vacation goes, is up yeah. there for me. Um, I mean, I like Elf. I'm not saying it's quintessential. Christmas Story. I've i don't never watch
1: Elf before.
0: Oh, Elf's worth watching. You should watch it. Uh, Christmas Story, which I don't sit down and watch every year, but I'll turn on TV a lot. Cause, oh, you yeah, know... where
1: they're showing a 24-hour marathon of a yeah. Christmas story for some reason. Did you see which the
0: I... musical of Christmas Story? No. I would, though. I mean, I, I would definitely see it. it but like, I know... Um
1: nbc or a live christmas uh story musical or whatever
0: oh i i didn't i knew well i knew it was on broadway so i Mm -hmm. didn't know that they were showing it uh, the live like they're doing one of those live on yeah it's that time of year where they do that so that would Mm -hmm. make sense i like uh well good thing about like christmas vacation and christmas story is it's it's not like there's one real like narrative you have to follow it's almost a bunch of little stories within a movie. So you can kind of turn it on, whatever, watch it for a little bit and then turn it off and do something else. You know, you don't really have to pay attention to it, you know, which is makes mm-hmm. those types of movies easy to watch um I'm trying to think of what else. I mean people like all sorts of shit. Um I like the movie White Christmas because I grew up watching it, which is a musical with a bunch of these like musical scenes. I enjoy it. I enjoy it, though. You know, whatever. Like, I'm not ashamed to say it.
1: Hey, the Christmas movies are, like, highly subjective. If you like ones over the others, uh, because it's literally just baked in nostalgia. What did you watch as a child, or what did you watch growing up during Mm -hmm. Christmas? And then that's Like Harry Potter has been ironclad cladded cladded as Christmas for me because goddamn freeform slash ABC Family (laughs) every Christmas would be like oh we're going to be playing all of the Harry Potter movies like like during Christmas J K Rowling was getting fucking paid because like literally every channel you turn it to you see Harry Potter's stupid face on the TV so it was just like yo well and because I need to invent me a young adult franchise that can be played all the time during Christmas.
0: Well, and because those movies, each of those take place um, over a school year, there's a Christmas scene where Christmas I, I, will show up. eventually. Yes. Like, cause Harry's like there. Cause of course he doesn't go home with his aunt. At least maybe the first, I don't, I remember a lot of that, you know, he doesn't go home with his, to his aunt and uncle cause they suck or he does and. I don't know, but either way, he, there's you, almost
1: you are right. He like there is always a quintessential Christmas scene in the, yes. in the Harry Potter movies. Because in
0: the first one, that's when they do some sneaking around. If I, if I, and again, I'm not a Harry Potter fanatic, but with the cloak shit, like they use Christmas as with everyone being gone yeah. as it's, an excuse like, to sneak around. Like my mom knows
1: a lot about Harry Potter. She's not a Harry Potter fanatic because it's on, Like Harry Potter is one of those things where it's like out of any like fiction over the past years have been engraved in literally no matter how old you are it's been engraved in your head because as i said like abc family for the past almost 15 years have been doing reruns of harry hmm. potter harry potter here hey do you like here goes some more harry potter and it's just like yeah even if you like you didn't grow up with that you seen scenes of harry potter so yeah like even star wars like i've seen more harry potter than star wars over the years so it's just like (laughs) it's like wow
0: i like uh i like westerns uh old school because i grew up watching some of those with my grandpa but like one of the channels used to do christmas with the duke and would show john wayne movies on christmas and i used to turn those on too i don't know if they still do that i just not like i don't even turn on like cable channels like i used to
1: because it's t- 2020 but 80 percent um, commercials and like 20 percent actual show
0: <laughs> yeah exactly so that's what i do now i'll see a movies on and then i'll try to stream it somewhere else and watch it for real like instead hey of do
1: you want to hear about car insurance for about an hour <laughs> it's like no i'm good like wow internet completely destroyed tv because i can't even i can't even digest tv anymore because i because um I don't know what was playing, but I was interested. Uh, I was interested enough to keep watching on television. And then the first commercial played. I was like, okay, let me see how long is this going to take before it comes back to the movie. Literally five and a half minutes of commercials before yeah. it got back. Like I didn't even care anymore. Like commercials ruin movies and television shows. So it's like, I don't know how they still make money off of that. People just put
0: it on in the background. Yeah. I mean, I did that. Me and my son watched Home Alone. We watched the Home Alone movies every year. We watched the first one, but I started not feeling good, so we didn't get to the second one yet. And then the other day, I have, I'm not feeling good, and I wanted to take a nap. And Home Alone was on, I don't know, Freeform or one of them. It's like, mm, put this on in the background and take a nap. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So,
1: <laughs> and then and then your child wanted to buy everything. Like, we we need to <laughs> we need to buy this. Like, no, we do not need this. These commercials are, like, it's weird because children, like, I wonder how they're going to, like, because we were raised off of, like, children's commercials and, like, all these, oh, here goes the new G.I. Joes, here goes the new Transformers or whatever. So I wonder how they are being advertised to when it comes to uh, stuff that they would want to buy or subliminal messages being put in their head that they want to buy, so. Well, okay,
0: so I think a lot of people when you have preschoolers people a lot of people still if they have cable or equivalent still have their kids watch the preschool channels which has the same old school commercials for preschool mm-hmm. kids shit then if the kids are on YouTube there's a lot of like illegal like things that aren't supposed to be targeted toward kids on i mean who the fuck it's it's cra- it's crazy right now mm-hmm. you know it's a wild west on the internet because there are strict rules against you know There still are strict rules about how you can advertise to minors and on the internet a lot of places. And I think YouTube's gotten – tried to get rid of some of their advertisers. But, I mean, there's Mm -hmm. been a lot of that on YouTube because I've read articles about it, about, like, scammy things, you know, trying to advertise towards, like, little kids and shit. But whatever.
1: There's scammy things, like, targeted towards adults where it's like, hey, here goes this totally legit way to earn money or whatever, passive income or whatever. I mean – well, passive income is a thing, but like most of them are scams or whatever. So yes. i just like you uh, like it's just like this weird thing where it can manipulate young adults who are kind of naive when it comes to how they should spend their money slash how, how they should earn their money. So it like it's like the Internet is just predatory in general towards people who are naive and are willing to do stuff like that.
0: I mean, I, I talked about it on this podcast before, but I, I love the the show on Netflix, The Toys That Made Us. I like the movies that made us. But like, and I already knew this before watching that series, but, you know, the laws changed right around the time I was born in the early 80s on how mm-hmm. they can advertise to kids. And it does make you feel kind of sad when you watch these shows and you're like, man, it all just is advertising, like everything, everything we're nostalgic for. And the fact that our generation, my generation, you know, and gen-, mm-hmm. gen X, and I'm barely a millennial, but like really still buys the shit nostalgic shit from the same shit that was products geared at us in the eighties and early nineties. And it's mm-hmm. just kind of, we're kind of so dumb in that way. Right. You know, it's sad. It, it's all products. It's always been products, you know, and now we are in, a, in an era where there is some, there are some good shows and decent writing, but most of that shit from the eighties through the mid nineties, most mm-hmm. of it was not that was not that good. You know, most of yeah. the shows were not good. The toys were decent, but the shows were not good, and it was all just a product for us to buy the fucking toys and the cereal. And it's kind of sad, but it is what it is.
1: Yeah, that's why I kind of get upset when people get mad at, like, cinematic universes or whatever. It's like, oh, they're trying to pitch—they're they're, they're just becoming, like, a, a corporation. It's like, it's always been that way since we were kids. Like, what are you even talking about? Like, people love to think that, oh, back in the day it was a lot better. Like, no, nah, we were pretty much manipulated since the day we were born. It's just that— as an adult, we're now aware to the situation that oh yeah, um, th- w- this is a product that we must consume or whatever they're ma- trying to make a product. What I'm saying is, if you're making, if if you're trying to be an evil corporation, at least some- make something entertaining for me. Don't make a shitty cartoon that that looks like shit and animates like shit. Because I rewatched the Ninja Turtles cartoon, and oh boy, where there's some like very very flawed animations and like. Just like, like, story, there was none. So it was just funny going back at that to think, yeah. me as a child thinking like these were some like deep. Things And, like, me criticizing kids today, like, oh, you guys don't know, we were raised on the good stuff. Meanwhile, (laughs) going back to see Ninja Turtles literally being the same episode. And also realizing that there was only, like, 20 or some odd episodes or whatever, but it felt like like hundreds because, Mm -hmm. like, just constantly replaying the same episode over and over again. So, yeah, it's just that. Yeah, I remember...
0: Uh, when the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers show came out, I mean, I think there was only like six or, six or eight episodes of that first season, and it was just on, there'd be like two episodes on a day, back to back, mm-hmm. the same episodes for like six months, you know? What I, and that, speaking of a horrible show that, you know, horrible. Like, I knew it was bad then, but I still watched it, you know? It's just this. Edited together. I'm still
1: watching now. Like you say, guilty pleasure because I love the bad like, acting. the, and the American acting
0: suits. is bad, mixed in with the editing of the Japanese footage is so fucking weird, and mm-hmm. it's just so weird. But I think um, jumping back, guiding us toward actually watching this movie mm-hmm. is. I mean, I think it's not like I knew it at the time, but I like the you know whether it's a Back to the Future or a Die Hard. But these are movies that didn't start off that way. Like these are mm-hmm. movies that did not anticipate becoming the huge powerhouses that they came. They're kind of like not quite, they're not quite indie movies. You know, they were big budgets, Mm -hmm. but they were not, they were barely expected to succeed. So I think I'm always like intrigued and have kind of more of a deeper love for those types of movies, you know, because they just kind of somehow they, they hit home with the populace and became these huge hits, but that's not what they were expected to be.
1: Yeah. I kind of miss where like things are accidentally big hits. I'm tired of like, this is planned to be a success or whatever like we have crafted uh, like uh, a cinematic universe around this to make it successful or whatever that's why i kind of love when like cinematic universes fail cuz it's like it kind of shows like not everything can be predicted just like mm-hmm. the dark universe failed like I'm glad that did because it's like yeah you can't predict some of this stuff some stuff is just going to fail like back in the day there was just like cult classics where it's just like out of nowhere it would gain success and popularity so we need to bring that back bring back cult classic bring back like these these uh films that out of nowhere become huge successes
0: and that's come up every once in a while but I mean it's it's easier because there's a lot more platforms you know it's easier it's cheaper and easier to make a movie now Mm -hmm. there's all these streaming platforms but at the same time just like with podcasts or music or anything there's so many of them because it is easier and so many that it's hard for you know the populace to come you know to agree that something's good or not because it almost i don't it's hard you know except for these huge budget movies like the marvel cinematic universe movies that most people don't the majority of people don't watch them. And even then, I bet the major if you look at majority of people or even movie watchers don't watch those movies, you know, like back in the mm-hmm. day where E.T. would be in the theater for like nine months, you know, because people saw it over and over again. now, even if you take like Avengers Endgame, which, you know, people like us would be like, yeah, most people have seen it. I bet the majority of people have not even watched, seen that movie, even movie watchers because they're mm-hmm. just not into it. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I just, there's something about like this not sort of planned for success blockbuster overnight or whatever. But yeah, uh, getting onto it, we're, we're, I was trying to find a proper transition, but I couldn't. So I just gave up. Like normal things that I do in my life, I just give up. Uh, Die Hard, the first Die Hard, not any of the other Die Hards, not Die Hard with the Vengeance, not the one with, uh, what, who who played his son in that one Die Hard movie? Um,
0: the guy with the weird name. He was, was it Courtney Jai or whatever? Courtney? Yes. No, no. Or Wait, was Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Courtney Jai. Yeah. The guy that's in Suicide Squad for like a second. Oh, yeah. He's a buff white dude. I yeah. can't tell if he's Shame an okay... Like, I think he's an okay actor. I think he's okay.
1: He just has a very generic look where it's just like... He's and he's not super charismatic. Where it's just like there, like I can pick you apart in a group of. He is like he is on the same level of Liam Hemsworth with me. Where it's just like bland white guy actor that's not bad, but I would never be able to, like, pick you out in anything type of person.
0: Yeah, and that movie starts off okay and go is like be, then becomes horrible. Which real quick before we start, I brought it up last week. How, did you watch the first twenty minutes of Hard Kill? uh no i haven't god damn okay because there have been articles now out since i we talked about it a week ago mm-hmm. i mean i'm not the only person that says how this is one of the worst things ever made and what the fuck is bruce wills doing you know just pretty much getting paid to be in these movies that he's only in for maybe a small amount of time he doesn't really do anything but everyone else in the movie is like the worst thing ever so uh, it's just one of the worst things i've ever seen so again i'm Want you to watch? I was hoping you'd watch it by this week, but it's okay. I'll, yeah, I'll I,
1: it. I couldn't bring myself. Just, to just 20 you. minutes. You don't gotta watch. Just 20 minutes. I didn't make it.
0: I only made it halfway through the movie, and I could not. I could not finish it. And I'm a finisher. Like I will fucking finish movies. But um, <laughs> okay, that's Die sounds- Hard. This is one of my. I'll say. Which by the way, I haven't been feeling good this week, so if my voice sounds a little weird, but I'm excited. I watch this every Christmas. I love Die Hard. I enjoy Die Hard 2. Die Harder. It's not as good. And I love Die Hard three, Die Hard with a Vengeance with Samuel Jackson. I think it's a great trilogy. Then we get to Live Free or Die Hard, and whatever the fuck the one you're talking about, it like they're just it just they kind of suck. So, but yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, we
1: can. I kind of I I we kind of need to watch Live Free or Die Hard because it's so like as somebody who knows technology, it is so infuriating, that movie is so infuriating beyond the, like a. Uh, like you get, you don't even know, and how cringy the dialogue is when it comes to internet or whatever. It's just, it's just like this weird thing where it's just like, uh, you guys literally did no research on like hacking and technology or whatever. You're just saying literal, you're just saying phrases. It's like watching the movie Hackers or whatever, where it's just like, yeah, oh, I, I love, love Hackers think about technology. Do God, you? I love, I love that movie. I love they're that are shit that you can't even do now in Hackers. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I like,
0: love my, I mean, there are things that are, you know, that. I don't know. I grew up watching hackers. I I will always fucking love hackers. It's so good, but bad. But I love how there's like a 3d model representation of like when they're hacking stuff, like it shows like a thing going through and like picking out, you know, these like looking like server tower things. Like, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like this weird 3d animation, I think, or it might've been real models. I don't remember, but it's like, I just love that. You know, it's so great that they represent like, hacking it's so corny yes it's so corny but you got you know matthew lillard and and the british guy that i can't think of his name who the main guy who's in sh- or the what elementary show now right oh yeah uh, i don't know angelina jolie mm-hmm. yeah that, that movie's fucking classic
1: yeah classically stupid anyway. oh yeah it's
0: not good but it's it's good i don't know i could watch that movie like, I've seen that movie at least. You might a- need to find yeah. that movie
1: because that movie is just like, like – it's just like – it's, it's just this weird feeling of when you know technology, especially today's technology, you see them do some dumb shit. It's just like, wow, you guys did literally no research whatsoever, but it's fine. I know historians when they make like Roman movies or whatever – <laughs> and people will go like, "Hey, that's not that's not historically correct or whatever." I know people were like super mad at 300 or whatever for it not being historically correct, but no, it looked yeah. pretty.
0: Yeah, the guys in – the real Spartans actually wore like actual armor. They weren't just like CG abbed hot guys. Even though I like the movie 300, but mm-hmm. it's very stylistic it the based on the only African good Zack Snyder
1: movie. Eh, debatable. W- w- okay we got before we get into
0: it oh my what's god um i i don't think it's great but i like watchmen mm. um i but they- I, I told you i've only seen the batman versus superman director's cut and i actually enjoyed it i've only seen the three hour director's cut i've never watched the uh, or not theatrical i've only watched the three hour director's cut i've never seen the two and a half hour theatrical release i enjoyed that
1: i'm not saying it's great Sucker Punch is one of the worst movies so I've ever seen. So you're saying the best part is when he screamed Martha, and then he was like, hey, I know that name, so yeah, I should but probably people overplay, doing... people overplay that. It like, is, but it's so stupid, because that was the stupid, turning point and motivation for him to stop doing Okay, like,
0: <laughs> but still, it's not as bad. Sucker Punch is one of the worst movies I've ever yeah. seen, and then, then I can't think of other Zack Snyder. I mean, Justice League was okay. I don't remember
1: it um well we haven't seen the true version of justice league once we do our eight hour podcast of the un- the uncut version of justice league maybe we'll f- have different opinions about it
0: so I, I mean i i don't love Zack snyder and i think a lot of his movies have too much have the same look mm-hmm. um the like you know like kind of the 300 almost looks like a video game look too mm-hmm. much cg stuff but i i don't think it's horror and again i'll, I'll def I'll defend, and I love the Watchmen graphic novel, but I will defend the movie to a certain degree. Like, I'm I'm not obsessed with it, but I do enjoy the movie. hmm So, yeah, I'm not going to shit talk. I don't love Zack Snyder, but I don't hate Zack Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Yanni's like, uh, oh, it's so funny. I wanted
1: you to go away hating Zack Snyder, so I'm mad. No, I'm just joking. I don't give a shit either way, but... Uh, but I can't what we think did... of other
0: movies right now. So I mean, I could ID, IMDb, but I don't feel like it. I'm sure there's other movies out there that I don't like or do like of his, but I just named the ones off the top of my head.
1: The, the notable ones. Suck, sucker Punch is terrible. I don't know.
0: <sighs> the concept is interesting. You know, you have these women being abused in this whatever mental thing. And they're trying to escape and it's all this fantasy version of that, but it's just done horribly. It looks horrible. The acting's horrible. It's just bad. And like, that was hard for me to get through.
1: Yeah. They clearly cast it based off of looks as opposed to like actual acting talent. Yeah. So it's like there's a bunch of stilted dialogue and like weird moments or whatever. Speaking of our, our queen Vanessa Hudgens was in that movie. So no, I don't even remember. Yeah, that's how much you like. Like, that's how little of that movie you should probably remember. I, I might watch *Soccer*. Probably
0: been like eight or nine years since I saw that movie, and I was just I liked the concept. I remember seeing the trailer. I liked the concept, but yeah, it just wasn't just wasn't good
1: well if you just dug yourself in a hole because we're watching sucker punch next oh no no we're not (laughs) uh so uh, with that being said uh, with our dialogue of sucker punch we're going to get into a better movie called die hard uh for those of you youngins that never seen this movie you're going to be in for a treat it is a fun action action thriller of a man who saves christmas so we're about to dive right into it we're watching this on hbo max if you don't have HBO Max, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. It's quarantine. You shouldn't have HBO Max. Uh, you can probably find it any uh, through any other means or method, but we're watching on HBO Max. Uh, we're syncing it up right after where the 20th Century Fox logo fades away. You should be seeing a black screen right now. Once you're on the black screen, press pause. And on 3, 2, 1, go, we're all going to press play. So counting down in 3, 2, 1, go. A uh, Gordon's uh, Gordon company just popped
0: up. So I've seen this movie a million times. I know a lot of random facts about this movie. What's funny is I grew up with a VHS with the and you, you until I got the Blu-ray, I didn't realize how widescreen it is and how how pan and scan and close-up the VHS was. You know, back in the day, that's mm-hmm. how they had to do it because everyone had square TVs, and so you know they would cut out. Most, you know, for this movie, you'd be missing, like, a third of the frame if you watched it on TV or the on VHS. Yeah. Maybe more than a third of the frame.
1: Yeah, I'm, I I want to see, like, I wish I had that experience. Well, I probably did watch this on, like, a, a Cube TV, but I don't remember it well enough. Like, I wish I could have that memory of, like, seeing this in standard and then, like, seeing just the, it expand in HD.
0: So I have that, you know, with Star Wars, a lot of movies, you know, that we grew up with in the VHS days and the non widescreen TV days where then I mean, I can remember I can watch Star Wars or even this movie now and see things that I was like, man, I missed that because it wasn't on the pan and scan VHS version or on the made for TV version.
1: Yeah, like uh a cop being able to bring a gun on a plane. Are cops able to bring guns on planes? No, because they would be crossing jurisdictions and they would mm. why would they need a gun?
0: I know military can, but I don't know about yeah. cops.
1: Yeah, well, I mean cuz you're always in the military unless you get discharged or whatever. Yeah, so I mean, it's just like it's appropriate, but a cop like what you leave, like technically yes you're a cop wherever you go, but like you are you're operating in someone else's jurisdiction, so you can't you're yeah. legally not allowed to do anything.
0: Smoking in an airport, this is another dated thing.
1: Yeah. Just smoking in any closed facility in general is a dated
0: thing. <laughs> so, if that was about... nowadays,
1: he'd be ripping on a vape pen right now.
0: <laughs> John McClain would never hit no vape pen. Come on.
1: 2020 John McClain. How no. old is John McClane now? Like thirties or?
0: Yeah, uh, like yeah. 20s? I I would say yeah, or probably early thirties.
1: Early thirties, so he would technically be a millennial. Eh, who knows? Twenty twenty reboot. Uh, Die Hard.
0: So this is based off a book, very loosely that the, I think the book was a sequel to another book and the original book was made into a movie with Frank Sinatra back in like the sixties or something. So Frank Sinatra had first rights when they made this movie to be John McClane. He was like older.
1: Like, like yeah, he, I would love to see Frank Sinatra <laughs> call to <through> a vent in <laughs> a wife beater. Totally. Yeah. I don't think he really even thought about it. It was
0: just a yeah. contract thing, you know, where mm-hmm. he had the rights to play the same character if they made another movie. Yeah. Yeah,
1: if you're if you're super pregnant, ladies, drink all you want. Hey, it was the it was the late '80s slash early '90s. You just just loose.
0: <laughs> Which in Die Hard three and part of four, she's played by um as an adult. Shit, what's her name?
1: Mary Elizabeth uh, Winstead.
0: Yes. Who I love, but... Again, those movies are... Not great.
1: That's a young Mary Elizabeth Winstead and uh, Courtney Chi <laughs> over there. Yep. Who knew they would be in shitty movies of the sequel of this movie. So I Did think you? I read... What... I was like, they're making enough money to have like a housekeeper or a nanny or whatever.
0: Yeah, she's like an executive at this Nakatomi place. Oh, shit. She was dating down. Come on, man. You haven't seen this movie, but that's part of the plot. You know, they separated because she got this job in California and he's a cop in New York. And she he didn't think things would work out, but. Because it's not like you can out.
1: transfer to like a different precinct. Yeah. Like, out of all jobs, his is probably the easiest to transfer over (laughs) to.
0: Which, they'll go into that in a little bit, but he's a hard-headed man, and he couldn't handle an independent woman. So kind of like in Back to the Future, where they were filming at nights because Michael J. Fox was on Family Ties. They kind of I believe the same with this. You know, Bruce Willis was a TV star on the show Moonlighting, which was a big success, which was like a comedy, comedy mm-hmm. show, and was doing this movie at nights. Which I think is how they wrote a lot more shit with the wife and stuff because they needed to kind of fill in shit to do when he was working at his yeah. other job because. Which makes for a better rounded movie, I think, a lot, you know, a lot of stuff with the wife. With um, in the Yeah, movie. there's
1: a lot of, uh, like, alone scenes with, like, Alan Rickman just, like, yes. Rickman-ing it up over there. So it's just like, yeah, I can see he, like, if he was unavailable for certain parts of the time. Was this before or after Pulp Fiction? This is way before. Way before, okay. When did Pulp Fiction come out?
0: 94, and this is, oh eighty like eight 88, maybe? Why did I think Pulp Fishing came out before I was born? Hmm. No. Interesting. This is what made Bruce Willis was not a movie star at all. I think he may have done the movie Blind Date, which is a comedy with Kim Basinger, which is no. not a not a bad movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. But I mean, this is what made him a movie star. And then he left TV and just did movies fucking all the time after this.
1: Yeah, some say too many movies. <laughs> And then, yeah, Pulp Fiction came out
0: in '94. So here we're getting it. So this is why. Yes, you can. Our <laughs> gal knows what's up. Yeah. Remember when they, mm. those good old 80s players where the volume thing was as small as could be, or would be a little button.
1: So stupid. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the sickness, Run DMC signifies this is a Christmas. <laughs> this is a Christmas beat. This is always on my Christmas, like, music list. Is it really? Yeah.
0: So something I didn't realize how I was older is how Bruce Willis clearly is wearing a hairpiece in this movie. Um, well, yeah,
1: well, HD helps. see You see that clearly. Yes,
0: definitely. That's
1: because like watch it i can tell you right away even if i was adult watching this on standard definition i probably wouldn't be able to tell because those tvs are terrible
0: yeah HD hasn't helped out for a lot of things yeah. you know
1: so i was and also I, the as you mentioned the widescreen format where you sometimes you can see boom mics in the background depending <laughs> on like how wide it is like they did not plan on it being stretched out this much that's what she said mm,
0: wow okay Look at this technology coming up.
1: Oh, I hated those screens. You had to, like, damn near smack the damn TV, the <laughs> monitor, just to get it to register. I like how they make it seem like, oh, he just pressed it that easy. No children. It was never that easy. Like, our bank had that up until, like, 2005, <laughs> and they just <laughs> like they got rid of it, too, soon.
0: Oh, she's using her maiden name.
1: Ooh, it hurts, don't it? Are they what, are they separated or are they divorced? Yeah,
0: they're separated, not divorced. Oh, then can she just change her name like that?
1: Or like legally well, just say this I, is? My I think name you now? can
0: say whatever the fuck your name is. I don't think it's unchanged on her driver's well, I mean, license. But like at
1: work, can you be like be referred I, to as that? Because I don't know. You have to give a legal name when you're working or whatever. I guess as consider being considerate, the work is just like okay, we'll call you this.
0: Yeah, you can still say your name, something else. Oh, look at this
1: poor fucker that's going to die for no reason.
0: <laughs> you mean both those security guys?
1: Yeah, was, this is like they are brut- brutally murdered, and it's just like there was no reason for them to die. except for to prove how badass the villain is. I mean,
0: this the Nakatomi Plaza is really what like the Fox is it like the Fox Building or something? Yeah, You know, a big building in L.A. So do you think anybody who works as a guard there watches this movie then just quits? Like, what if it's...
1: Unless there has been, like, a notable here history of, like, guards getting shot up. Like the curse of the Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> Every guard that has worked here died.
0: Look how fancy this fucking building is,
1: though. Look at this 80s design, 80s slash early 90s design. Like, I love it. Office design. Well, what's wrong with the drink? What do they put in it? Like, even the drinks are bougie. I hate it.
0: Yeah, he's a beer man. Come on. Yeah.
1: Is it just juice? Or was no, it is it probably wine. Okay. Why are they putting in like a, cu- a plastic cup? <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> a new a real new yorker of that time would have said something a lot more offensive if somebody did that just saying what rating is this pg-13 no oh, it's it r up? why oh yeah because fucking tnt and tbs which yeah, butchered, the, butchered the hell out of this movie so I did that's not the
0: problem know. with live free or die hard is they tried? They did an edit to make it PG-13, and you can tell how edited it is. Like I think they've released the an unedited version on DV, but the version I have on Blue rays have like a box set. It's just horrible because they. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love
1: Ellis. Just the powder residuals are still <laughs> yeah, on the table. Doing some and lines,
0: select. and but yeah, these movies are very rated R. They're very violent,
1: and he mm-hmm. John McClane. It says fuck a lot believe it or not yeah well I, the, Cursing was different back then you can say get, like shit in like pg movies back then so i didn't
0: oh and there's going to be uh titties for no reason for like a half a second in this movie oh, okay. the only one that features any nudity the rest of them it's all for violence and cussing the mm-hmm. r
1: but honestly it could have been pg13 then Ugh, that laugh though, every time.
0: Ha, <laughs> so I've complained before I hate movies that do the PG-13 thing, which we're past that now. Like, the Logan and Deadpools and stuff have helped with that. They realize that. And now that the theaters aren't going to be a thing as much anymore. That doesn't really matter, but that's what it was all about. Was we want the teenagers to be able to go to the theaters and see our movies. Yeah. You know, so the, we've um, got to have PG-13 ratings on everything. And it's what? like, no, movies should be fucking R. And a movie like Taken just because there's no blood makes it PG-13 to me is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But whatever.
1: Yeah, and the, him, I, that jumping over the fence scene should be jumped uh, up to a rated <laughs> R just for me having to witness that. But wasn't the bat, the uh, the uncut version of Batman versus Superman supposed to be rated R? It's probably just
0: unrated. I don't really remember. Most of the time they're unrated because why would they take it back to the MPAA if it's not theatrically released, you know? So I um Reese very recently just randomly watched Quigley Down Under, which is a Western starring Tom Selleck from the early nineties. It was okay. But I did not know that the villain in it was played by Alan Rickman, oh, who's wow. great great and everything. So you can take that, this movie, and uh Robin Hood Prince of Thieves as the late eighties, early nineties Rickman collection, villain collection. Oh,
1: okay. Wasn't, th- wasn't Die Hard his first movie, though?
0: Yeah, this would have been like the first one. Oh, okay. Again, this movie came out in like 88, I think. Yanni, your timelines are off. I think Robin Hood came out in 90, and that Quigley Down Under, I think, came out in 92, maybe. Which, again, is a Western that takes place in Australia.
1: with. Are you telling me that he had an Australian accent in that one? No, he's British. Oh.
0: I-, I think he's supposed to be British. I don't know. He's doing I... his Alan Rickman I'm pretty sure. But he was he's...
1: trying to do like a, a German accent or what or whatever accent here in this movie. Oh yeah. You attempted to.
0: Ruin mom and dad fight in front of us.
1: Yeah, I know it's it's, it's awkward. You know, will ease this awkwardness if one of them buys me a PlayStation. I will like them better.
0: (laughs) He gives her a bitch. What the fuck are you doing? Look right there. Yeah. Maybe that's why he still goes John McClane, because as we talked before, Bruce Willis was supposed to be kind of an asshole in real life, so. I mean, John McClane's kind of an asshole.
1: Yeah. At least he tries. He tries to be better, but then... like And each time, he proves that he cannot be better. Because it feels like in almost all three of the movies, for the first three movies, he's constantly losing and trying to get his wife back at the same time.
0: This one and yeah, In the third one they're split up again and yeah. haven't talked for a year. And the second one, they're together.
1: It's weird the fact that they keep doing that when like in all actuality, what would probably be better for the end of this movie is for them to realize that they're probably not good for each other.
0: Because <laughs> in the second one, he is a he is a Cal an L.A. cop, but it takes place in Washington D.C because he's there staying with her parents and she's on a flight in and shit goes down at the Washington DC airport during Mm -hmm. it's like Christmas Eve during a snowstorm.
1: Yeah. At that point I was just like, just have them either stay together or like in the first movie, just establish them as separated. (laughs) Like I didn't even uh, see the reason why they need to be separated in the third movie.
0: Well, she's not in the third movie. It's just talked about a lot. And Samuel Jackson talks to him about it a lot about how, because he's on like leave at the beginning yeah, then it should have just been just like, at like, oh, she's like just gone. Or he's at she's home just... like drinking himself because he's back yeah. in New York in that one. And then
1: I guess to set it up while he's back in New York, I guess.
0: Yeah. And then Simon starts blowing shit up. And then, yeah. Simon says. Yes, exactly. That is a great. I mean, I love that yeah. movie. I think that movie's fantastic, though. And all three movies have kind of different feels to them. Mm-hmm. Which that one's also directed by John McTiernan, the one that did this one. I don't know who. Uh, I can't remember the guy that did the second one. Is that a hockey puck? I think it's a flashbang.
1: <laughs> I just want him to be a hockey-themed <laughs> villain. <laughs> I forgot. What was the main point of this villain's like goal? Was it bear bonds or whatever the hell? Mm,
0: you're not supposed to know that it's about a robbery. You're supposed to think it's about a terrorist plot. Because they don't really reveal that till later, but yeah. Something like that. I loved that guy when he would later be on Walker Texas Ranger as Walker's like sidekick. I don't remember his name.
1: Oh, okay. I'd never seen that show. Just so far out of my alley that I just didn't never watch Walker Texas Ranger.
0: Well, wow. I was like a teenager when that show was on and yeah. When did that show come out? Walker, Texas Ranger would have been mid to late nineties. It was on for a while though.
1: Oh, I thought, why did I think it came out earlier than I thought it did? Oh, oh my oh. God.
0: You're off, man. You need to Google some shit or something.
1: I didn't start paying attention to like television shit until like late 2000, not, uh, late, like early odds, like 2007. And in 2007, just to date it, I was 16 years old, so yeah, I was late to the party of watching television. Well, welcome to the party, pal.
0: I just quoted this movie to you. Thank you. Oh, okay. Someone out there is laughing as they hear that. when alan rickman died and all the harry potter fans really were jizzing about him and he's great in those movies but like mm. he's great in this fucking movie too come on like i don't feel like he can, people need to talk about After this more
1: watching it and listening to the accent that he tried to do i think they should just made him British because <laughs> i was in this, like uh. in this movie yeah because he tried great in this movie though yeah he's great in this movie but like he did more like it's understandable he's like more recognizable as Uh, Who do you play? Professor Snape and Harry Potter. Yeah,
0: he did like eight movies or whatever. And those are more recent. And he's. And he was one of the
1: best actors in the movies. In those movies. Well, I mean,
0: he's greatly cast. Like, okay, we need someone who's going to appear to be sinister throughout, but Mm -hmm. in reality is not. Spoiler alert if you don't know shit about Harry Potter. But, I mean. Professor Snape kills Dumbledore. He does a great. Like you know, sinister, he's a great sinister actor. Even though he's in things where he's not, he's good not too, but those are the m- movies he's most memorable for. Like this movie, mm-hmm. like I mentioned, a very flawed movie, but I still enjoy it. Robin Hood, mm-hmm. Prince of Thieves. With Ke- If you want to talk about Bad Accent, Kevin Costner,
1: his on-again, off-again British accent in that movie. Come to think of it, like, have you seen the uh, those modern Sherlock Holmes movies?
0: The guy Ritchie, yeah, um, R D J ones, yeah.
1: Yeah, how was Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, voice in that one? His accent in that? Because I've never seen those movies. I I don't remember,
0: but mm-hmm. I also think he's doing an accent in that Doolittle movie that I haven't watched either. That. Mm. I don't know. I didn't think those movies were bad, but they're very forgettable. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Guy Ritchie has been recently making very forgettable movies. This is a dick move. Cause like, what if he cut it before the
0: guy does do it, which they yeah. are brothers. You will learn, but that would have fucked up everything.
1: I yeah, can't wait g- till the, the most important character ever shows up. Carl Winslow.
0: <laughs> hey, apparently he got that role because of this movie. I would like to
1: think that, like, that's connected to somehow the family matters. Like, he moved to Chicago or whatever after this because it was just uh, too much.
0: I think there is, like, fan things that try to tie the character to be in the same, but it doesn't make any sense. But I think somewhere it said that someone saw him in this movie. And I don't know. Like, there was a connection to him being the cop in this movie, to him getting that role. I mean, it only would have been like not too far after when this movie came out, that that show started. Yeah. When it originally came out, and Urkel was a one-off character in one episode. Mm Mm-hmm. But then people loved him so much. Okay, here comes the boobs. There there you go.
1: Yep, there you go. We love it. People
0: banging in an office during a holiday Christmas party. It was the 80s. It was a simpler time. Every action movie had to have gratuitous, uh, at least one
1: gratuitous boob shot. You love it. You ha- like nowadays. You don't get that because people want to have standards when it comes to their movies. Ugh.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to see me a tit. Is it too wrong for me to ask? <laughs> Oh, this guy's coked out as hell.
0: So remember, he doesn't have his shoes on. That's mm-hmm. going to be an ongoing thing, which whoever wrote that was just great, right? I mean.
1: Yeah. The... He capped him because uh, John McClane is too much of a beast. You have to sort of find a way to make him less so. So give him no shoes. The fact that just, like, an average cop was able to stop a terrorist heist is, like, ultimate, like, male fantasy. I can understand why cops are, like, this way nowadays because it's, (laughs) like— I know. That's the—I do have a problem with that is I love this movie,
0: but, yes, every fucker, like, that has a concealed carry license, like, in my state where that's legal— Thinks they're fucking even if they're not cops. Thinks they're mm-hmm. John – well, cops don't need the license. Thinks they're fucking John McClane, or they would be if shit goes down. And that is yeah. such a fa- that is such a fallacy. And it it annoys the shit out of me that everyone thinks they would be John McClane. John McClane's a fucking fictional character. Mm-hmm. Like he's like the same as
1: not some pudgy uh, redneck with a goatee thinking like, oh, I can I want to be the hero today. It's like <laughs> no. That is not... Most likely, you're going to kill somebody, and most likely it's going to be a completely innocent person.
0: Or, yeah, you're going to fuck up, you're going to get killed, or the cops are going to roll up, think you're the bad guy, and they're just going to shoot you, because they don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a million things that could go bad. I'm not saying people, you know, people want to have guns, whatever. It's just you hear these people because
1: like there's because you can hear it and you can also see like they're waiting for shit to pop off like you should never be waiting for shit to pop off like that like you should want a peaceful day is what you should want
0: see alan rickman's not doing much
1: of an accent i mean i feel like he's just it's like, at times, it's in there, and then, like, at times, it's just, like, his monotone British accent is just, like, it's kind of off-putting, but then again, like, like at, at a certain point, you should have just been like, oh, well, him being British is good enough, I guess. Or, like, him being British and somehow being German at the same time, like, how, like, in certain movies, like, if they're a Russian, they're somehow British for some reason. I don't know how that works.
0: <laughs> Nazis are British, like, yeah. uh, all, all the evil French people. French are British.
1: <laughs> Every... <laughs> It gets around the fact that we we don't know any French uh, actors or where we don't know any German actors, so we just get a British guy. They're European. <laughs>
2: so that guy, the
0: little guy with the long hair i mean you have a lot of people in this movie that were in a lot of action movies or back in the day in the 80s mm-hmm. i think he was like some sort of stunt guy I, I know he's in a lot of other things if you look him up just like the guy with the longer blonde hair who i think is german in real life he's in um at least one other action movie but he's also in witness the harrison ford movie where he has to live with like the they're not Amish. They're like the German type Amish people to like no. protect a kid that's, you know, saw someone get murdered. It's a classic 80s movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but he's also in that as one of the, those people because mm-hmm. they speak German. also think they did a lot of camera work in this movie to make it look different and mm-hmm. be, I know they did a lot of weird lighting stuff in this movie. Like there's a lot of things behind the scenes they did to make this movie kind of look different. And it kind of set a tone, not only that, but plot wise on what every action movie would try to be even up until this day, you know, every movie tried to rip off this movie.
1: Yeah. Cause this came out like, it was either this or Lethal Weapon between, like, the big blockbuster action movies, right? Yeah. So it was like, yeah, it seems like every movie was either a Lethal Weapon clone or a Die Hard clone. Like, Speed was a Die Hard clone.
0: Was Die Hard on a bus. Yeah,
1: they would yeah. pitch movies, you and know. And then everybody's drama was, was, uh, it was a Lethal Weapon.
0: Yeah. Under Siege was Die Hard on a ship. Mm-hmm. You know. Speed Under Siege... 2
1: was Die Hard on a ship.
0: Yeah. Under Siege Two is Die Hard on a Train, so I mean it became a very common uh, thing.
1: Breakpoint is what if Die Hard was with Surfer Bros? <laughs> God, we need to re- watch Breakpoint because Point that, Break. Point Break. What did I say? Breakpoint. Yeah. Duh. Remember they made a remake like in twenty like yeah I never saw or it or whatever the fuck. <laughs>
0: I mean, isn't isn't Fast and the Furious pretty much the first one, like point break, almost the same exact sort of plot. Yeah. Like undercover cop gets in with like badass guys that are doing illegal stuff but kind of mm-hmm. falls in with them. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. point break. They're like skydiving and robbing banks and in Fast and the Furious, they're doing car shit and robbing semi trucks.
1: Like people uh, equate Vin Diesel's character as a hero now, but he was a fucking like he was doing some dirty crime stuff.
0: Yes. Do you love the built-in monitor? Yeah. I loved. I love technology. That assumes that technology's never gonna get better. You know what I mean? Like yeah, when it's like, built no, in. this is
1: going to be the as best as it but can people possibly People still it. do
0: that. Like they have fancy houses where they have like the fridges and shit built in. And I guess if you're rich enough to have that, you can pay for the upgrade. But to me it's like I mean, they just have the
1: difference is is that it ours actually work nowadays, but like back <laughs> then, like I got references from people that like were actually using it. like, yeah, this shit didn't work at all. <laughs> and it's just like it was hard to use and it was actually more clumbersome to to actually manage, but as a but nowadays, like sure, we assume that technology is as good as it can get, but like at least it works. Oh. Holy shit, brain matter. I used to be scared of that when I was a kid. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it as a kid. Maybe that explains <laughs> a lot about me.
0: Well, no, but people still even you know, 10 years ago would make like recessed parts of walls for TVs and shit, and it's like. Mm-hmm. You don't. Do you not see the trend we're at, where TVs are just going to get bigger? <laughs> like, I just, I'm always, I just always find it confusing when people build shit around technology, and technology changes so fast. Yeah, it's just interesting to me.
1: I actually like this character in the movie, the black guy. Yeah. Yeah, Because he's like, he has like his quirkiness and he's not like overbearingly quirky where it's just like, okay, shut the fuck up. I think,
0: again, I don't know if this is accurate. I think he was supposed to, he's supposed to be one of the first ones to get killed originally, but Mm -hmm. I think they liked him enough at that role and the character that they, I mean, he's, he
1: makes it till the end. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. Well, cause he's not the only one that's like not a generic grunt guy. He actually has <laughs> yeah, speaking he's not, lines.
0: And again, the guy has a great personality, which is why mm-hmm. he's co-starred on Walker Texas Ranger for however many seasons it was on. I don't know what else he's done. I don't know if he's done anything since then. <laughs> the, been, hell
1: yeah, the Walker Texas Ranger guy.
0: It's been like 20 years since that show was on. Yeah. I know they're doing a remake of that show. So maybe he's on that. I don't know. I don't know if, if it's got, if Chuck Norris or any of the original people are involved, I haven't looked too much into it. I just know, I mean, CBS is like all remakes now anyway. It's like SWAT remake, Hawaii Five-O remake, Magnum P.I. You know, they just are taking all their old properties and remaking them.
1: Yeah, and and they're, it's like, are they any good? Who cares? It's procedural. People will watch it anyway. People like my parents' age that watched the originals when they were on when they were kids or mm-hmm.
0: in their 20s are, love those shows. Yeah. You know? My mom is all about like Magnum PI and shit. Mac- uh, was MacGyver? That might not have been CBS. That might be CBS. I don't know.
1: They're, I think they're all CBS. Yeah. CBS ha- haven't created like original content in years because they keep rebooting shit. Or they have this is TV shows that's been on for 20 years, like Criminal Minds. Mm
2: hmm.
0: Yeah, with that Dr. Phil one with the dude that used to be on NCIS. It's probably like the most original show. And that's probably been on for like six seasons now. Mm-hmm. The fuck's that? I can't think of what it's called. The guy who's like the criminal psychologist.
1: Uh, Not the mentalist. No. Um, criminal psychologist. Uh, like
0: he Actually, it's a courtroom drama. But it's the guy that used to be the second guy on NCIS. But he left that show to do this show. I don't know. I could look it up, but I don't care. I just know it's Dr. Phil's behind it. It's very loosely based on what he did. You know, because he got famous doing that shit for Oprah. mm <laughs> The phrase, the line, I'll kiss your fucking Dalmatian's hilarious.
1: Yeah. That almost sounds like that was an edit to change out what he actually said.
0: I love this guy because he's like, oh, I'm not going to hurt you. Then he just starts shooting. Yeah. I just love it.
1: Shout out to him wearing like a full sweatsuit <laughs> yes. outfit. like. Hey, when I'm doing my terrorism, that's what I wear. Just like low effort terrorist right there. <laughs> I'm going for the I just got out of the bed look.
0: So I think this movie did a, you know, like the horror movies of this time, things were changed because the steady cam became very, you know, was used in this movie a lot more than in previous action movies. And mm-hmm. again, now we're used, I mean, now steady cams is barely a thing. Cause I mean, it still is for digital, but you know, mm-hmm. the steady cam really in this movie, these low angles like this kind of set a set a tone. <laughs>
2: I was like,
1: Just like, actually, Home Alone took a lot of inspiration from Die Hard.
0: Yeah, you're not the first person to say that. It's it's like Home Alone grown up a little bit. Here's the thing, though.
1: <laughs> and I laughed in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> you won't hurt me, cause I'm a you're a policeman. And He's then like, montage yeah. of people dying due to police's. Is... <laughs> Damn,
0: it's fun to watch this with the captions and
1: it's just going, oh, oh, Bruce Willis grunts, oh yeah, he does he accidentally kill him, or does he is yeah, just, so now he broke his neck. I want to study the mental trauma of him having to kill a guy. Uh, well, the fact that he's blood and
0: write a message on his shirt with it—it's kind of yeah. fucked up, right? I, and again,
1: he- <laughs> I don't want to be one of those like <laughs> news articles, like, "Oh, this it, this incites police brutality" or whatever. But it's like when you see a policeman do this in cold blood, and it's just like, uh. like I can understand why some people could go away thinking, like, oh, this is this is cool, this is honorable, or whatever. It's like, oh, this is a movie made to entertain you. Well, again, he doesn't
0: know mm-hmm. that, I mean, that overall their plan is to kind of kill everyone as a decoy. Like, that's their plot, you know? Yeah. But he doesn't, John doesn't know that, you
1: know? Yeah, he could just, like, like they're terrorists, but still, it's like... I would, one would think because death killing somebody in real life is a lot different. Like, like hell, even soldiers that go to other countries expecting to have to kill people are still traumatized by it. But by the fact that he's able to write somebody's name in blood <laughs> and be like, yeah, this is, this is okay.
0: Yeah, he writes, I have ho, ho, ho. I have like, a, this is a Joker gun
1: level of things. Like just imagine Dick Grayson strapped to that chair. And just be <laughs> like a message for Batman or whatever. Seriously,
0: And he just smiled. He looked at Santa smiled and then they don't show it because you'll get the reveal when the terrorists see him, mm-hmm. you know, that he you know, wrote in blood ho ho ho, I have a machine gun now or something, something along those lines
1: like like somebody needs to stop him, Mr. Joker <laughs> the shout out for him knowing how to do this I like. I would be so helpless as like I would just be a victim <laughs> You
0: mean you don't know basic elevator? I'm just kidding. I
1: would be too scared. I might get chopped in half by the elevator coming down. Mm. So I was like, I'd love to get carried out of here. (laughs) My feet actually kind of hurts. That's the guy with the sweet hair right there. Oh, yeah. That's not bread and blood. That's like, he got somebody's lipstick. There's no way you can neatly write that yeah, out. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Legible.
0: But I think it's supposed to be blood, right? I mean, what else would
1: he? Yeah. John. <laughs> I know it, the way he leaves bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Only John would leave a body like that. Where do you get the Christmas hat from? Oh, yeah, the little Santa thing up there. He's like, damn it, I don't speak German. Why are they speaking English at certain parts and then going back to German? I don't know. Because it's like, why would they need to do that? Because it would be more safe for them to always speak in German when they're by themselves as opposed to English.
0: Well, A, I don't know if all the actual henchmen are German.
1: Well, clearly they were because they were just speaking German. Those were, yes. And then they stopped speaking German to speak English so he can know what they're talking about for a second. I would be so scared riding an elevator like that. I'd be like, I'm getting smashed. Like, I I know I'm nitpicking, but what police officer would would know how to do any of this? (laughs) Like that's what they learn. John in the McClane app. is a different bread. Oh yeah, here goes your other tits. Oh
0: yeah, I forgot. He he crosses through this thing like three or four times. And he always takes the a look. the like Playboy. Yeah, he always does. I think he like kisses his hand to it at some point or something. You know, I forgot about that. The Playboy centerfold or whatever that is. thing is is john mcclain is a badass mm-hmm. but the the cops and the fbi are shown as inept in this movie you know they're just complete morons
1: except for carl winslow except for carl
0: winslow he was on point th- through the whole time correct when we get to carl winslow and we, then, we'll why that. did
1: hans tell him that, knowing that he would be super angry and bloodthirsty and fuck up and make a mistake
0: you would lie to why would you lie to him because he
1: has an obvious goal in mind and he was like yeah i'm gonna go tell him that his brother died hopefully he won't do anything stupid and then Mm -hmm. proceeds to do something stupid and then like you're a sociopathic fucking bank robber like why would you even like let's get the money first and then i'll tell you your brother died your brother's just somewhere off somewhere else realistically, would somebody be able to hear like a machine gun shot and like actually be like, hey, maybe we should call the police?
0: It's like Christmas Eve in the business district. Probably not. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've... I mean, in any cities I've been in, which I've never been to L.A., but areas like that, like business district areas, are fucking dead when it's not business time. Yeah. Like, I mean, in some areas, they're close to other things, like maybe little places with restaurants or shops, but a lot of places are just vacant.
1: Okay, here we get the cops being inept again. Honestly, sometimes 911 dispatch, or well, that's the actual, they get tapped into police comms, I think. But like dispatch sometimes are incompetent. What, but what if I ain't got no telephone? Like, do you hear the gunshots now? Does that sound? <laughs> or maybe he's just watching that one movie that Macaulay Culkin watches in Home Alone, and just has it turned up really loud. Uh,
0: Angels with Dirty Wings, or then there's Angels with Dirty Faces. I forget what the first one and the second one, they have similar titles.
1: Look, I'm a fat cop. I'm buying like 80 Hostess Cupcakes. Like, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, he loves Twinkies. Mm -hmm. I like the way the guy gives him shit for
1: it. Like, you're fat too. What are you talking about? (laughs) Stop giving me shit. Let me eat my Hostesses in peace.
0: If people that worked at places like that or gas stations or 7 Elevens were judgmental, like you couldn't work there. Because here's why people are going there junk food, beer, cigarettes, lotto tickets. Mm -hmm. Like that's it. That's all you fucking sell. Right? Yeah. Like none of it's good for us, but that's why you exist. Mm -hmm. You can't be judgmental working at those places, right?
1: Yeah, you can't really be judgmental.
0: Like, Cigarettes, beer, lotto tickets, junk food. That's it. Besides, maybe like toiletry, overpriced toiletries. Like, what else do they even sell, you know?
1: I like the shot how he saw like the flashes of like the gunshots in the distance. I wonder do you have like submachine gun training or does he just know how to use one or maybe not because the way he was think, holding it like that.
0: I don't think they ever get into like a background John McClane you know well, prior I'm just talking about the, like in
1: police in general like unless you're like SWAT trained like like what type of weapons do you know how to use I would uh, assume
0: like, they learn all sorts of weapons and c- just in case someone else was using them mm-hmm. but I don't fucking know I mean, I bet the average cop doesn't come across someone with an a fully automatic weapon. Mm-hmm. But, you know, semi-automatics like AR-15s are fairly fucking common now for the John people that think they're John McClane.
1: I like how grounded one and two, well, I say grounded very loosely, but like how he's actually struggling against these guys, just like he did, like in uh, the second one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There goes a the little tap, but, um, but yeah, it, in the other movies, he's just like, yeah, he's just taking these guys out one by one. He's driving cars through the city with reckless ambition and shit <laughs> like that, where it's just like, he becomes an action star as opposed to a man that actually looks like he could possibly, well, be in danger third one feels somewhat realistic
0: and most Mm -hmm. it's them like solving puzzles and shit like he's not yeah he doesn't start shooting guys till like more than halfway through the movie you Mm -hmm. know um but yeah i mean the fourth one and the fifth one it's just they're completely they're not even in the same style as as these movies i mean like i said these are all slightly in different styles but they're i don't know they work together the second one's the worst definitely but i still i still can enjoy it i
1: actually like the really like the twist in the second one
0: yeah and the second one's also a christmas movie yeah third one takes place in the middle of summer
1: i would equate it to being the home alone 2 of <laughs> diehards where it's just like it's repeating some of the same stuff that happened in the first one but like they change up the location and it, it is fun enough
0: So coming up, we're going to see a a gaff that they left in the movie, where he misses the shaft, or the stuntman does, and goes to the next one. But reality, he wasn't supposed to miss it. Like I believe that's what happens here. Spoiler alert.
1: Oh, you swallowed it for me. Not the shaft. See, look, because he's angry and he wants to get revenge. Instead of doing the smart thing, he did the dumb thing.
0: I've seen this movie a million times. I still watch it. Like, yeah, what's gonna happen?
1: Yeah, I, it's just it's very intense. It, like, a good movie can, like, make you feel the same, like, no matter how many times you watch it. See, yeah, so they edited
0: it. He originally, like, the guy was not supposed to miss it there. That was, You know what I mean? And they edited it to make it look like he just falls further. But in reality, it works. Yeah. That wasn't the original intention. Yeah. I have seen the Mythbusters. This is the most unrealistic part of the movie because vents are not this big and they would not hold human weight. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, but they're I'm like gonna...
1: made out of like the thinnest material ever.
0: Yes. Yeah, have a few lines. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's a classic line. But I'm not gonna nitpick because this is a classic part of the movie too. But mm-hmm. so we're not gonna nitpick how it's unrealistic. It, I mean, it that the expectation reasons. for
1: literally all movies where this vent stuff does. <laughs> yes,
0: it becomes a theme. And it becomes more
1: egregious over time because they get bigger over the years where it's just like, hey, like at least buy this because it looks small enough to like <laughs> be actually a thing, but... Like, yeah, those things are super loud. It would be making tons of noise. You just hear Bruce, Bruce Willis like boom, 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 throughout the entire vent system. And it wouldn't even hold you. Yeah. Because it's meant to just pass air
0: and, you know, that's it. Like maybe occasional rats or trash or something will go through there. But
1: I remember a dog got into our works ventilation system. So what? How the fuck I is that don't like? know how. I, we still don't know. Did how. it survive? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's good. Wait till his head gets over the vent thing and shoot him in the face. It just immediately falls to the vent right now. (laughs) See, this is the true hero of the story right here. See, if it wasn't for him, just being curious and see what's going on. Dang, look how dirty that white beater
0: has gotten. I think in that movies that made us or one of the the behind-the-scenes things I've seen about this movie, the thing that got me the most was how much... Reginald Vell Johnson has shaved his mustache and just looks completely different without his mustache is all I'm saying. I mean, he's a lot older now, too. Yeah. A.K.A. Carl Winslow. Yeah.
1: Um, Get it right. I'm sorry, I'll refer to him only by his Family Matters name. (laughs) Because for all that I care, this is the same character that's in Family Matters.
0: Where does does Family Matters take place? What city? Chicago. That's what I I thought. So he moves to Chicago after this?
1: Yeah, after the trauma of Die Hard 1.
0: See, the guy with the slightly southern accents, probably not German. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it
1: makes sense for him to speak English to him. But as I said, the German guy standing right next to him Why was there a car swipe for the inside of the door? For security reasons. That's how he locked it before, too. I don't know.
0: Maybe they went all electric locks with no keys. mm
1: And that was the acting debut for that guy,
0: <laughs> so this movie's long, but this is this falls in the movies that never feel as long as they are to me,
1: yeah. it's like two hours long, but like, yeah, i can i I can watch this movie three times in a day and still feel like I have the entire day left.
0: I mean that's a sign of a good movie, like movie I mean, we've everyone has seen an eighty minute movie that feels like it's eight hours, and I've seen three-hour movies that, you know, go by fast, or, you know, or at least you're just not, they don't feel like they drag, so Mm -hmm. when people complain about long movies, which we're in an era where there's, because of Marvel and Star Wars, I mean, a lot of movies are longer
1: now than they used to be, but... No, shoot his ass! What the fuck? He's like, no, don't shoot, as he holds a machine gun.
0: Yeah. I got Twinkies in the car.
1: Yeah. My Twinkies are too old for this. What type of zigzag table is a? Yeah. Yeah, like. He's like, okay, thank (laughs) you for letting me know. I love one-liners. I wish one-liners were still a thing. Like I can see people watching this movie nowadays and thinking like this is hella corny. Uh, but the
0: one-liners in this, like thanks for the advice, aren't as bad as they're not like Schwarzen, Schwarzenegger level bad, which I still enjoy those. But you know.
1: Yeah, but those are really good too. <laughs> I'll watch. But those only if with Arnold my... Schwarzenegger is saying it. <laughs> yeah.
0: like, coming up where he says, welcome to the party, pal. I mean, that's a great line. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers.
1: Just great. Ooh, that was... Okay, that was a little bit of a weird cut. (laughs) What if he was dead? <laughs> it's like, just condescendingly <laughs> saying, Welcome to the party, pal. As Carl then, Winslow
0: gets murdered.
1: Yeah. It goes careening off the highway. That would probably be the. Oh, my Twinkies. So, have you seen the
0: the commercial, the Die Hard commercial from a few months ago? No, uh, we'll have to watch it after this. It okay. featuring Bruce Willis and Argyle, and I forget who else. It's a Die Hard battery commercial, but it ties oh, into no. the to this movie.
1: Wait, hold on. Current day, Bruce Willis.
0: Yes, it's. Right. It premiered like two months ago or something during football. And out
1: football. of all diehard characters, why Argyle? Probably, he's probably the only one that would do it.
0: Yeah, I think I'm trying to think of who else. I know Argyle's in it.
1: Is it Is... the actor that played like uh, Carl Winslow? He's still alive, right?
0: Yeah, Reginald Johnson. Yeah, I don't he... think he's in it though.
1: It could like it would make more much more sense because they actually had like. On screen chemistry together as opposed to Argyle or whatever, it's just weird. Okay,
0: I mean, I think Bruce Willis, like I said, I don't know who he owes money to, yeah. he'll do anything now. I mean, what's the last good Bruce Willis movie? Uh,
1: Looper is debatable.
0: What's the... I saw the first one. It came out like 10 years ago. And Loopers maybe came out since then. The one with Helen Mirren and Morgan Freeman. They're all older, but they're like assassins. That was okay. I don't even remember what the fuck it's called. And they made a sequel, but I never saw the sequel. Do you even know what Uh, I'm talking about? Maybe. I can't think of what it's called, though, for some reason.
1: Glass wasn't good, right? I still haven't watched it. Okay.
0: I like Split a lot, but when Glass came out it kind of had mixed reviews and yeah. it's on my radar, but I still haven't watched it. I didn't watch
1: any of them because they ruined the whole like twist or whatever, so I was just like I probably wouldn't like it as much because I know that it's a connected to Unbreakable or whatever, so I'll watch it eventually, probably.
0: Apparently he's in the Between Two Ferns movie but I have not watched that. He's in Motherless Brooklyn, which looks good, but I haven't watched that. I mean, I know he's not the star of that, though. Mm -hmm. Oh, the Death Wish movie was like, meh. Mm -hmm. Death Wish remake.
1: I'm trying to think. Bruce. Well, you have a list probably pulled up right
0: now. Red is the movie I'm thinking of. Oh. I never saw Red 2, but Red 1 was okay. Moonrise Kingdom's a good movie Wes Anderson but he's not like the star of it so I mean he's still doing some decent stuff but if you look at his IMDB there's a lot of movies you've never heard of just Mm -hmm.
1: sprinkled in there like he doesn't say no I mean there's probably some good like indie movies he's probably been in because he just says yes to everything but they're probably far and few away (laughs) okay I hate this reporter guy,
0: well, I don't know if he's trying to be like a liam ne but the thing is is like Liam Neeson says yes to every action movie, but they're all everyone I've seen is actually fairly good, I, most mm-hmm. of them, even the ones you've never heard of, yeah, like Liam Neeson, maybe because he's a higher caliber actor, like he's still even though he's doing like old guy action movies, they're like I said they're almost all good, even the ones that come out under the radar. I don't know why that is. Or maybe it's just me and I just like Liam Neeson. and
1: Or maybe he just gets lucky. <laughs> like Samuel L. Jackson, the majority, like he says yes to everything, but the majority of stuff he's been in has been pretty good. Like you can either be a Nick Cage or you can uh, be the opposite of that. What are those charts and meters that he has there? I I don't know. I'm not a uh hacker genius. Mm. I I love bullshit screens when it comes to like hacking movies or tech technology or whatever. Where it's just numbers. Like in Matrix where it's just like everything is just binary numbers just going across the screen. Watching this movie makes me think I need to watch the John Wick movies because I haven't seen any of those.
0: Yeah, you should. Um,
1: (laughs) Yes. Like I don't know, I've just been putting them off for some reason because, again, it's another overhyped thing where it's just like, is this good because it's actually good or is this just pe- because people tend to overhype stuff?
0: Well, like, I, you know, you watched, you watched that Extraction movie, you know, and plot-wise they're completely different, but like the well-choreographed but super violent involving CG mm-hmm. like action sequences is what I think people like about John Wick.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It's hyper-violent. The first one, I mean, they get worse as they go along, and I've complained on this podcast before. They're starting where everyone is setting up just a sequel to the next one, and I think they still have, they have two other ones planned. Or, I mean, I know a fourth one's supposed to come out, I think, next year. And mm-hmm. then a fifth one's supposed to, you know, and it's just like I don't like movies that never have an ending. You know, that's – it starts to annoy me after a while. Like, it's okay to do sequels, but – Mm -hmm. I don't want a cliffhanger at the end of every fucking movie.
1: Yeah, I just appreciate this, like, new direction that Keanu Reeves is sort of heading into, like, sort of like the action star badass.
0: No, I mean, everyone loves Keanu. Yeah. If you like action movies and you're a dude, or even if you're not a dude, because a lot of women like John Wick. I mean, John Wick's just good. I mean, I don't... Mm -hmm. I mean, and again, it starts off, it's interesting with this underground of assassins that have their own rules and use this currency of these coins, but it hits a point by like the third one where it's, some of it starts not making sense to me anymore, mm-hmm. but maybe I, I just start nitpicking it, you know? Like he gets in a cab and gives a guy one of these coins and the guy takes it and it's like, well, if everyone in the world knows about it, it's, how is it so secret? You know what I mean? Like, are you guys of this secret assassin group or not you know i don't fucking know yeah we'll talk about after you watch
1: it all right
0: there's uh i can't remember his name
1: i just visually did the horns from the horns.
0: i know he passed away a few years ago mm-hmm. um paul gleason i think is his name maybe i could have pulled that i just pulled that out of my ass yeah i think that's his name He's also, you know, I told Why you I. I think I,
1: that news truck had like a machine gun strapped <laughs> to it cause of the antenna?
0: I watched Trading Places with my son recently, which is a Christmas movie, and he's in that as kind of the douchebag.
1: Yes, insult the man who has killed the man in cold blood already. I
0: mean, this movie had to have made so much money, Mm -hmm. not, not only at the box office, but like when it came out in the late 80s. I mean, you're talking the prime of video rental. Yeah. You know I'm
1: surprised there was like no cuz I think there was a Die Hard NES game but there I'm surprised it was no like they tried to make a Die Hard cartoon like they did with RoboCop
0: <laughs> Yeah I mean I when this movie came out I was like 6 or 7 and I know I my I watched it with my aunt uncle I remember we rented it I think he they had already seen it in the theater you know I, I probably was not age appropriate but I watched it with my son. I mean, he's was a little older. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's so good though.
1: Yeah, I would let my children watch this. Like is if he's over the age of 10 or whatever and is interested, yeah. let them watch it.
0: Like I said, we watch a lot of the 80s and 90s action stuff now in sci-fi, mm-hmm. but like I don't let him watch we don't I'm not watching John Wick and stuff with him cuz that new shit is so hyper realistic with the because the, they're able to use CG and you're like stabbing people in the eyes and it's like crazy violent, yeah. you know, while this old practical effects, they can only do so much. So I don't really mind it. And maybe it's stupid that I draw a line there because it's kind of one of, you know, but. I don't know,
1: CG I... kind of takes it out for me more because it's like, yo, I can clearly see this list. But I guess if you're like a child, but... you probably won't necessarily... Tell when someone's or...
0: stabbing someone all through the body. I mean, it's not CG like crazy. You know, it's like small little CG things to make it, you know, work more. You know what I mean? It's not.
1: Yeah, movies have become more tame in a way, but also more violent in all in a way yeah. as well. I mean, just, just watch like John Wick. I mean,
2: with? yeah.
0: It's a great mix of practical and CG, but the CG is what makes them able to do hyper realistic stuff that they wouldn't do with, be able to do with practical effects back in the day. Just practical effects.
1: Are you fucking kidding me? I hate that when like somebody tries to be dismissive or some shit and they're just like, are you gaslighting me, sir? This man was shot and tossed through a window. Yeah, clearly it was just suicide. Like, you don't even need an autopsy to see that he was shot multiple times. And well, they... touch... well, he
0: was shot out afterwards, so yeah.
2: Well,
1: all those screens. Yeah, this is such thing as having too much security. But I <laughs> guess if they have something valuable enough that these terrorists want, I guess, it's kind of warranted, but... What is this building supposed to be? Like, what, what do, what do they do here?
0: I don't know. Business. I mean, I assume it's like what the real building is, or it's like the Twin Towers, where it's probably a bazillion businesses. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, imagine
1: like there a call center being in there, and it's just like (laughs) just happened to be working late that night, just like. I love the. (laughs)
0: They're just wow. incompetent. Yeah, like the SWAT guys are just incompetent, like getting hit by thorns.
1: Yeah, why is he wearing like some sort of gloves or whatever? Yo, shout out to this Asian guy that just got introduced to, to just now because I didn't see him throughout the whole entire. Movie. I told you he's
0: in other things too. Like I know he's in other action movies at the time, and his voice does not match his face because he's got this like very American. I mean, sorry to stereotype, but to me his voice doesn't match his face. But he's funny here that he can't help himself from eating some candy bars like that's a funny like whoever came up with a lot yeah. of this little shit is just genius you know and
1: why they had a full concession stand there what like that's why my job so, didn't have a concession stand of just random candies like this was a movie theater
0: well there'd be people there selling shit like during the work day right like newspaper like a newspaper stand with some candy and shit probably I mean, back back in the day back in the 80s that was probably a thing
1: probably This is actually a backstory. Our gal actually hears voices from inanimate (laughs) objects. We didn't go deep into that. It's a good thing he knows what formation they're in. Mm -hmm. I don't know; they like in groups, I guess. I'd be so unhelpful. (laughs) You would be. These don't look like real cops. They look like a a new militia that just started. Like, like they're not in like full riot gear. Okay,
0: so. The Asian guy was also in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure as Genghis Khan. He's one of the villain guys in Lethal Weapon. He's mm-hmm. one of the bad guys in one of my favorites, Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. And he's just in a Scorpion King. Like, he's showed up in all sorts of shit over the years. Oh, wow. Escape from L.A. Double Dragon. Mm-hmm. Your favorite.
1: I love Double Dragon.
0: Beverly Hills Cop Three. Ugh, Last the Action Hero. A lot of action movies.
1: Was that a Wilhelm screen? Did I just? No,
0: I don't think so. Oh, okay. Close though. I think they need to stop with the Wilhelm scream. I think it's been played out. Even though a lot of times now it's altered, you know, where it's not quite
1: the Wilhelm scream, but it is. Yeah. I don't know. I love the little Easter egg. I love the. I used sometimes. to like
0: it, but I feel like it's not even an Easter egg anymore. It's just like, it's been in the zeitgeist now.
1: Happen once per movie. You have to do it well. That's the only way it's a good Easter egg. If you hide it well, or I want it to be at a, a ridiculous time.
0: It's funny how it works. It's such an over the top sound effect.
1: Yes, sounds it's like, just... it doesn't sound like a scream at all. It sounds <laughs> no. like somebody's entering a void or whatever. but it somehow like,
0: always, it almost terrifying. always works and then if you watch like montages of it online on like YouTube, it's so like over the top for everything it's used for, but it somehow works
1: like it sounds like a a jet taking off or whatever. <laughs>
0: My favorite use of it's got to be Boba Fett. Going in the Sarlacc pit, isn't that, isn't it used for that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
1: Just like you don't hear him the entire time and then <laughs> all you hear is, yeah, just like this <laughs> very over the top Wilhelm scream yes. is the best. Oh my God, the cornerback is toast. That, I used to quote that line so many times. <laughs> I don't know why. It was just so funny.
0: We were talking during the yippee Kaye yay motherfucker part, so mm-hmm. we we fucked that up. But That's
1: not the best way he uses it. I I like it when...
0: Well, in this movie, he says it, and it became such a thing that in the, every later one, he says it at the end when he's about to
1: kill the the main villain, right? Yeah, but my, the, my I like it when... Allo- Alan Rickman says, What is it, yippie Kaye? Motherfucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, he says it with like a weird accent.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they just these It's idiots. so funny. I know. They just make them out to be so it so idiotic. They actually did blow out the windows in this building filming this scene coming up. Yeah. So oh, I read that. And there was like there was like an insurance company or some business in this here that they like just had to sit around and wait for them to leave at like five thirty. Like they refused to leave early. They're like, We yeah. don't give a fuck if you're making a movie.
1: You know, look at that. That looks fucking awesome. What? It's him. The American. I like how evil uh, Alan Rickman is in this movie. We're just like he's just like a classic villain, just w- goatee and all, and the weird accent. I hate that this guy is somehow in the second movie for some reason.
0: Yeah, As- I mean he's just like the douchebag. Yeah, yeah. And then they. get a sweet haircut there. This is John Lennon cosplay.
2: <laughs> That's what insurance is for. hmm
1: But if you mess with the bowl, you'll get the, the horn. horn. At the end of this, he has to write an essay on why he.
0: <laughs> it's two months. Two months, I've got you. I could quote Breakfast Club all day too. It's one of.
1: Those... I kind of want to rewatch Breakfast Club, but I don't know.
0: Uh. It's great. Yeah, you can't say butt fucked in modern times, John McLean.
1: Why not? Well, you, not even a rated R.
0: No, I don't know. What? I feel like that's almost a derogatory term toward homosexual to homosexuality now, and I don't think it. I think it'd be frowned upon. But maybe I'm just adding that myself. I don't know. Oh. So that I don't
1: butt. So it's just like it's just saying that you something that you don't want to be. You don't want to be butt fucked. Not even a gay person want to be butt fucked unconsensually. So it's just like (laughs) it's not really a good thing. We can call it butt
0: rape. They should change it to butt raped then. Okay.
1: Oh, this guy. I'm (laughs) surprised they killed him off this late. Like he.
0: Spoiler alert: He dies.
1: Yeah, he just, like Scarface, he just snorts a mountain of cocaine and his head explodes. (laughs) I'm going to try to get buttfucked here. (laughs) See what I did there? This is a different time, but I was about to critique him how, how his suit looks too big for him. It's like he's wearing like a fat man suit. Eh. Maybe it's the shoulder pads. I don't know. It just yeah, looks... that's a problem I have still
0: with suits is they put. I have broad shoulders and they put shoulder pads in them, even like slimmer fit ones still, and it just I hate it because I don't need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, shoulder pads were definitely more of a thing. Every woman's blouse and shit had shoulder pads back in the 80s and early 90s. I don't know why, like,
1: why that was what that was about. Mm -hmm. Just I guess for people who didn't have broad shoulders to sort of make them to seem like they have broad shoulders and give women broad shoulders, I don't know. But... Overall, we've
0: gotten fatter, but slim fit for suits has become more of the thing, the stylish thing, which is, again, as a bigger dude, is confusing. But,
1: well, I don't know. I, a suit that fits you looks like, I don't know. Because cause a, 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 fit, a fitted suit, even on a larger person, is fine as long as it fits and isn't too small. Yeah. As opposed to like a big suit looks like, it looks sloppy. It looks like you don't know how to dress yourself.
0: No, I agree. I mean, I weigh less than I've weighed in like a long time right now. But Mm -hmm. I'm still, I'm just a big person, you know? Like I'm tall, I'm broad. That's not going to change.
1: Sure hope I can see them in a sequel movie that isn't terrible. Oh, wait. Uh, Yeah, I like how they're having this heart-to-heart conversation and just meanwhile, the villains can hear everything they're saying.
0: The third one also makes me sad because uh, I kind of like Justin Long. I don't know why who decided that he was supposed to why be a movie star. Why you keep saying the star. third one? That's the fourth one. I mean, that's why I am mean. I'm sorry. The fourth one is I kind of like Justin Long. I don't know why people decided he was supposed to be like a leading actor and then it just kind of ruined his career. Like I don't – it was weird, right? For like four or five years, he was in a lot of movies and they weren't all bad. But they just – I don't know why people thought he should have been a leading actor though.
1: Yeah, I don't mind him being a leading actor. Probably not in action, though. But, like, yeah, leading actor in, like, a comedy or whatever is fine.
0: Yeah, it's just... I, I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. Justin Long, I don't know what he's been in.
1: Tusk was the last thing I've seen.
0: He's on a funny episode on the first season of New Girl, but that's been a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I do like him in Zack and Mary Make a Porno, which is actually one of my favorite comedies. But he's not like mm-hmm. a leading role in that.
1: He's just kind of a side character. I just recently watched a movie he was in. Hold on. Let me see if I can remember.
0: Like, his big movies was Going the Distance with Drew Barrymore, which is a fun rom-com. What else? That horror movie, Drag Me to Hell.
1: Jeepers Creepers.
0: Oh, yeah. Jeepers Creepers was probably, like, his first movie. Mm -hmm. First big movie. That and being in the Apple commercials with John Hodgman.
1: Oh, yeah. Those were running for like a good
0: I mean that's what made him more of a star was those commercials where he played Cool Apple versus John Hodgman as the Windows. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Using Alvin and the Chipmunks as one of the chipmunks. (laughs) Accepted, that's the movie that I just saw with him in it. Came out in two thousand six.
0: Where Jonah Hill's, like, first movie where he's so fat in that movie, it's like, damn, right?
1: Jonah Hill went from, like, fat to skinny to fat again to, like, kind of skinny. But but he's, like, really young and mega fat and accepted, though. Like, Mm -hmm. he's just pretty
0: fucking big. Like, he lost weight to become whatever he was by, like, super bad after accepted. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, he's been one of those that goes up and down. I mean, I I love Jonah Hill, so...
1: It's like partner, I barely even know him. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, bitch.
1: I mean, he could, but <laughs> oh, what? How much pool does the police have? Can't do international release. Well, I know this is just a diversion, but...
0: Yeah. Time magazine paid for a plug there yeah
1: they paid a (laughs) lot of money for him just to say that like hey can you give a shout out to our time magazine (laughs) it's a small little indie magazine not many people heard about it yet you should know this is an unreasonable demand and realize that there's they're just stalling Who cares? What if he used all the explosives? Realistically, he could have fucked everybody over because what if it, he hit any load-bearing uh, <laughs> girders or whatever and send the whole building crashing down? Thank God John Mc- McClane is always right because <laughs> he does drast- pretty much drastic shit in each of these movies. Oh, Yeah.
0: And the second one, my favorite thing is when he realizes they're using blanks. So he just blasts like he's shooting at Dennis Franz, who's the head of the cops in, in the airport. Like, he could, and like, somehow there's no the other cops, way to
1: say... Yes,
0: and somehow the other cops don't just shoot him back and kill yeah. him, like, would be the appropriate reaction. They just stand there and then are amazed that he's not, that they're blank. You know, it's like, that's yeah. the... I enjoy that movie, but that's, like, one of the dumbest parts of that movie that makes no sense. Like, yeah, that's how you show people using blanks. You shoot at them with what seems like a machine gun.
1: Yeah. It's not like it was super hard to get their attention or anything. (laughs) All you have to do is just say...
0: That guy right there on the left that just told me FBI shows up in die hard with a vengeance is one of the cops as well. Oh, okay. One of the buddies of John McClane. He gets murdered about halfway through the movie by the villains, but I love how dumb the the agent Johnson's are. Mm-hmm. That guy, I don't know his name
1: but he's in a
0: shit ton of movies, too.
1: There's a parody that, that can be had here where people keep taking over in charge of the hostage situation. Like, first the FBI, then the state marshals, or whatever. Because, <laughs> like, each, like, the, the police chief was fucking, like, comical in his own way. And then, like, these two FBI agents are something else. Yeah. was just like, listen. Listen, Mulder and Scully. He no, they're just complete show. idiots.
0: But that one guy, uh, the one FBI agent, I know he uh, does a lot of Sinatra singing, but he's also in Showgirls, which is a movie I still haven't watched, and I don't know if I ever should. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched Showgirls? I mean, I know no. it's supposed to be so bad. So uh, the parent behind the scenes thing is, is they wrote this scene and after hearing Alan Rickman mockingly do an American accent and they thought it was good. I never, when I watched this,
1: I never thought his American accents that good at all. Yeah. It was It's like almost that, um, Benedict Cumberbatch, Dr. (laughs) Strange levels of bad, or it's just like, this is my generic speaking voice. I am American.
0: Yeah. I mean, and this scene works with the rest of the movie, but whenever I've heard that, I don't know how accurate it is. Looking at his think... lips.
1: It looks like this is 80-yard. I wonder, did they have him <laughs> re-dub it? Yeah, he's got weird lips, though, right? Oh, yeah. Maybe that's the case. It looked a little bit kind of off. And the sound sounded a little bit too clean for the area that they're in. Yeah, it probably was 80-yard anyway. Imagine having the 80 yard and it's still not being good. Like you could literally got somebody else to do the. <laughs> that would be really
0: weird if it was a dubbed over someone else's voice. Yeah. Though, Yanni, I think we would notice.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: it's like the original, the old school cut of the, that Hercules movie that Schwarzenegger's in like his first movie where it was oh, yeah. dubbed over now. Cause I've seen on TV recently, they've re-edited it to his original voice. But for years it was like, hi, I am Hercules over Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is
1: well, one of the fucking this before funniest he was, things like, ever. Really well known or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, like you you wouldn't be the wiser until you actually saw the, his other roles. They didn't realize
0: that the American public would just say, we don't give a fuck that Schwarzenegger, no matter who he's playing. Has this thick ass, thick ass accent? Just like we would never care that Jean Claude Van Damme, even if mm-hmm. he's playing Guile, the American character in Street Fighter, has this thick ass Brussels accent. It's like, yeah, so a land,
1: uh, land of immigrants. Like he, he, <laughs> he, he can still be a hundred percent American. Just was born somewhere else. Like we just don't care. This moment would be a lot cooler if, like, as you said, he wasn't doing the stupid American accent that you can obviously tell is him putting on a joke. Because it's like this weird dynamic between villain and hero, where it's just like them having a a dialogue. But when the dialogue is terrible because he's trying to do an accent, it's kind of weird.
0: But it's nice here. I mean, apparently he was smart enough to l- know that there was someone there named Clay. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's interesting.
1: Mhm, yeah this give me doctor Strange vibes. he looks evil, like yeah, gun. It was such a great moment.
2: Well, well, well. Not really,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like not really that good <laughs> this is it, yeah, this scene is such a great moment where it's just like. We're just like them one upping each other.
0: Oh, there goes the good hair. Yeah. Mr. Good Hair is dead.
1: Well, all he was there was for the good hair. The hair is still intact. He's just
0: not <laughs> <alive>. oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nice. That was great. The slow motion.
1: I love the commitment to it
0: so bad for ever had to clean this up the next day. This is where he emphasizes in English, which is weird.
1: hmm Shoot the glass. I love <laughs> it. Whereas, like, he only knows beginner German, that's why.
0: Apparently. Even though, like I said, I think that guy is, like, German in real life.
1: God, I always forget how great this movie is like, like remember when movies had purpose for, th- uh, for stuff happening and it wasn't just like we're doing this just because it's cool like the shoot the glass moment because he looked earlier that he wasn't wearing shoes and it was like hey shoot the glass so we can uh, incapacitate him Mm-hmm. I those hockey puck little explosive detonator things are weird
0: flashbangs yeah <laughs> are you mad that they're called flashbangs like i
1: had hockey puck this is like a flashbang i played call of duty i know what a flashbang looks like
0: i think there are different kinds i don't know if the hockey puck was a real thing or not I don't know if i've ever used a flashbang effectively in a video game ever to tell you the truth yeah i just want to shoot just let me shoot things i mean this is timely as we record this but i mean i know that there's <laughs> that the newest call of duty game is like glitching people's ps5s yeah which is so fucked up. Like it's like a launch game that they're advertising the fuck out of like during football. When I watch football and stuff, you know, it looks like a cool game. It's the newest of this long running franchise and it's glitching people's hard to get brand new si- expensive system. It's so fucking weird.
1: Ugh, the PS five engine. That it's bricking
0: people's PS five. This ooh, game. Imagine. So I don't know. It's just fucked up. Mm. that's some sweet animation Mm
1: -hmm. the visual effects artists are doing the best actually doesn't look horrible for the time I don't know what's going on but it looks cool What I
0: like is when you watch a movie like Alien or Aliens or something, I forget, and you're like, oh, these digital map things were really just pieces of tape. You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. use funny, or like with Tron, where everything's just, I just love it. you hearing these things where back in the day, they would use like colored tape and, you know, blacklight effects to make things look like it was digital, when really it wasn't at
1: all. Yeah. Now... You don't need imagination or creativity. Well, I mean, I'm not trying to make it seem like CG artists aren't creative or whatever. It's just that, like, you don't have to get as creative when it comes to how do you shoot stuff. You can just... In my pants. Instrument.
0: He had an axe mm-hmm. in his pants. No, this is where we hear about him shooting a kid. It was my neighbor. His name
1: was Steve Urkel. <laughs> He dropped the bass, and then he said, did I do that? Something went through <laughs> my body. I just couldn't control myself. Well, Meanwhile, they sh- John McClane is just murderous, murdering people <laughs> with <laughs> reckless ambition and just like – And not just because I have glass in my feet. I was going
0: to say, maybe it's because you're bleeding out your foot.
1: (laughs) They sent the Federinos. Well, that's a weird phrasing. Regular as clockwork. he can't read the room he clearly doesn't want him to say that and probably a hospital nearby I don't know just assuming you need papers and warrants because they also work for the government so I'm assuming you can't just Oh, look at that Motorola. Mm -hmm. Was Motorola a commercial brand at this point?
0: Mm, Probably not. Mm -hmm. I don't know, though.
1: Because I was about to say, like, Motorola getting their money, but it's like, can people buy cell phones or Motorola, or do they have stuff that people can just buy? Maybe, like,
0: walkie-talkies, but even then, that would have been not for commercial purposes, probably, so... No, that's a different show. That's on After Family Matters, step-by-step. Mm. Step. I didn't like Step-by-Step step for some reason. I mean, I watched all those shows, but then they hit a point where I just did not like any of those TGIF shows. Mm. So the only type of show like that that I stuck with 100% was uh, Full House, probably.
1: Mm. All right, this is a little bit corny, but it's, I like it.
0: The Ode to Joy playing yeah. while,
1: while bright light and wind shines on them, like just touch her titty without her consent. <laughs> What does that even mean? Yeah, we'll give him helicopters right up the ass. <laughs> like...
0: I'm pretty sure those guys get killed, so. He's like, less shares, too, because half our guys are been <laughs> murder.
1: I mean, that's the best case scenario of having of your dudes get murdered <laughs> before you even.
0: I think that guy's also the main villain in the, the Mask, the Jim Carrey movie.
1: He's not the main villain. I think he's a villain. I have to rewatch The Mask. I don't know. Is The Mask a good movie?
0: I don't know. I haven't watched it since I was a kid. You've I never, grown. Like I never it loved it anyway. Question. Well, it's hard because you know, even like I've told you, I've rewatched Dumb and Dumber the past year, and like mm-hmm. I've rewatched Ace Ventura, and it's like none of those movies will really hold up as well as I want them to, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: I like the graphic novel, the mask is a lot it's a lot darker, but oh, yeah, he's not
0: he I was thinking of a different guy who the villain is in that movie, yeah, it's another douchey guy that was a villain in a lot of movies in the eighties and nineties, mhm.
1: I bet women enjoyed seeing like a sweaty, naked Bruce Willis like from the last <laughs> half of that's, ju-
0: that's your way of saying that that's what you enjoy. And that's okay. I mean... There's nothing wrong with that. Robert Davi is the the guy who plays... Oh, he's in the Goonies. That's... He's one of the bad guys in the Goonies. I thought you were about to say he plays Sloth in Goonies. <laughs> no. Sloth, one of Sloth's brothers with...
1: um. What's his name from the Matrix and shit? I want to say something controversial. Goonies is overrated. Um, Goonies is very much a... I'm a, I don't know what you call it, but it's
0: a nostalgia movie where like if you grew up with it, it's good. But I don't mm. think it really... Again, it doesn't hold up that great. And if you didn't watch it as a kid, and you watched it as an adult i'm in the middle i liked it as a kid but i didn't watch it a ton and i've rewatched it as an adult and i've been very un- i was unimpressed mm-hmm. and i think that's the way most a lot of kids movies are you know that when people will like go down with that ship you know i don't know something like home alone holds up Yeah, you know, there are ones oh. that do- i think home alone does i i mean i think back to the future does mm-hmm. um and I've talked about this before on this podcast, but The Princess Bride is a movie I did not watch until I was an adult, and I actually enjoy it and find it funny and think it's good, and I did not watch it till I was an adult. So I think that – and I've, some people don't like that movie, but that would go on my list as movies that aren't just good because people were young.
1: I I like it fair enough, but I'm tired of people referencing it every five seconds.
0: Yeah, I mean I get that too. I mean I don't want to watch it every day, but you know, I could watch it once a year.
1: Hmm. Um. God, they completely invaded that home. That come to think of it, like, damn, no privacy.
0: No. That guy's just a total dingleberry. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of annoying that they throw him in the the B plot of what's going on in the plane in Die Hard 2.
1: Yeah, it felt too hard. That him being there felt like it was too hard for them trying to recreate the first movie. Whereas, like he didn't even play a pivotal role in this movie. He was just there as like an asshole.
0: Yeah, like they pretty much. And nowadays, they probably would have just cut him out of the movie <laughs> to make it shorter.
1: he gets killed super hard like I kinda I feel bad but not feel bad for this guy well how do you remember him getting killed he gets hung to death mm. I'd rather he, get fucking shot he
0: doesn't actually die that way I hate to spoil it but he comes out at the end and that's how oh, Carl Winslow yeah. redeems himself by shooting him cause he hasn't been able to shoot his gun since shooting that kid story we just heard so we think he's dead when he gets hung by the chain but he apparently survives
1: you know what after like seeing a bunch of movies with like uh european villains or whatever in the early 90s i'm surprised dolph lundgren didn't have like more of a career as a villain in uh, in movies after rocky
0: Speaking of Dolph Lundgren, we're not talking movie, about
1: Kindergarten Cop 2.
0: No, I didn't. I have not seen that. Okay, good. But probably an even shittier movie than that that we should probably do Masters of the Universe.
1: Oh. No, I think Kindergarten C- Cop 2 is a lot <laughs> worse because it's <laughs> just you boring. Have have seen You're Masters of the Universe, but it's hokey bad. As opposed to Kindergarten Cop 2, is just like you would think it would be so bad it's good, but it's just boring and shouldn't exist at all.
0: I mean at least now if they take a a kids or something that's popular they'll put money in it. You know, mm-hmm. it's weird that like you know the turtles movie worked but it was low budget mm-hmm. and that master of the universe movie had like no money behind it, which is why it sucks and doesn't even make sense cuz it's not <laughs> it's set like in America. It's so or it's so weird and stupid. It makes no sense. So yeah i don't don't know know. like
1: we have to we have to do like the video game slash toy uh movie marathon where it's just like double dragon master of the universe well we already did turtles Um, super mario oh god mario movie
0: i love that they're sacrificing hostages Again, they've just made... Everyone is inept except for John McClane and Officer Powell, a.k.a. Carl Winslow. Policeman's wife might give me a handy...
1: Oh, sorry. I meant come in handy. Ignore that.
0: <laughs> oh. That scream? Ew.
1: It's
0: probably the sound I'd make if I got shot. Yeah. Ew.
1: I like it was kind of pathetic, because like I wouldn't want to get shot.
0: <laughs> wow, that's the understatement of the <laughs> year.
1: No, some people... I would... Some people want to get shot. Some people see that as a badge of honor.
0: Okay. Some people might want to get shot if they knew they would survive. How about that? Yeah. That's the problem.
1: Like, I wouldn't even want to get shot even if I know I'd survive.
0: No, I don't either. It's supposed to be, like, one of the most painful fucking things ever, which makes sense. You have a hot piece of metal going in your body And the best hope for you is that it passes through you and makes another hole on the other side of your body. That's Mm -hmm. the best thing that can happen. Because if it stays in you, you are fucked. If it bounces around you, you
1: are fucked. So, I like the karate chop he tried to do. Oh, he's trying to do the same thing. Over, Grab him by the neck and fall down the stairs. Classic John McClane. (laughs) That's how he kills all these brothers. Yeah. Like, look at this. this is, he just lynched a guy and I, Oh. Uh, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how, how he didn't survive. Yeah, I know.
0: I don't know how this guy survives this. He's like, neck. he's like 15 feet in to 20 feet in the air hanging. Like, how does he get down from that?
1: Yeah. Even then his kneecaps are shattered. This is how I picture modern day cops not FBI agents just like screaming yay with a sniper rifle outside of a helicopter right? I don't know everybody can have a power trip mm-hmm. that's why I don't want to get a gun cuz I feel like I would have a power trip
0: so I don't want a helicopter cuz that's mm-hmm. we would totally do this <laughs> we would recreate the scene <laughs> yes. I would be
1: the black guy you'd be the white guy holding the We'd sniper fly rifle fly
0: through L.A. Oh, there goes Candy Bar Man. I liked when, him.
1: When you don't know how to aim in Call of Duty, you just shoot.
0: <laughs> up the stairs, they're on the fucking roof.
1: <laughs> yeah, she said up like... <laughs> He, he, like that's literally the final act of each movie John McClane shooting in the air whether it's blanks <laughs> or not
0: No, I wanted this to be modern times and one of those guys has his concealed carry and pulls it out and shoots ju- shoots John McClane yeah. like random party goer thinks he's John McClane
1: No, but I'm John McClane it gets very meta. It's like that one Spider-Man meme where they're both po- pointing at each other. <laughs> yeah. I I want another like henchman to be down there uh, pointing the guns, telling them to get back up there. I like how much he's freaking out, like the fact that like he could die. This isn't.
0: You think? Yeah. He should have died what? like ten times by now, and this is probably the ballsiest stunt. Mm. Besides trying to drop down the elevator shaft. Jumping off the roof. Attached to just a fire hose. Kyle's up there!
1: Does he do it in one of the other movies? Going up a tall building, I'm trying to think.
0: Uh... I think the end of the shitty fifth one is oh, on the top okay. of a
1: building, but I don't really remember. My God. That could definitely not hold him. <laughs>
0: movie's the gift that keeps on giving. Like the jelly of the month club.
1: Yeah. The jelly of the month, yeah. And he's impaled with a shard of glass and he bleeds out to death. Ooh, this is scary.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the fact that he seems, like, shaken with an adrenaline rush, like, it's, Mm -hmm. which doesn't show up as much in the other Die Hard movies or most action movies, but is realistic. Mm -hmm. Even if you were some sort of badass, you would have, I mean, at this point, it's been going on for hours, too, right? It's. Mm -hmm.
1: Damn. They are getting paid with the insurance money. (laughs) And the
0: Johnsons are dead. (laughs) That's a funny line. (laughs) Uh, I forgot about that line. That's a funny line. No, oh, the Christmas tree fell down.
1: I thought Argyle was just dead in the car for no reason. Argyle gets his hero moment here. Mm-hmm. Some black-on-black crime. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs>
0: So, uh, yeah, I told you I watched that Quigley down under, you know, Western from the early 90s. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of it involves, like, Tom Selleck comes in and and to Australia. He's an American, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alan Rickman's trying to kill all the, you know, Aborigine people. And For reasons? Know, I mean, that's what they did, yeah. He's oh, just okay. a fucked up rich guy that wants more land. And apparently... According to the movie. But here's my question. Is it a white. Do you think it's considered a white savior movie if he's killing off the other white guys? You know, if it's white on white crime to save a non white. I was just thinking about that as I watched the
1: movie. Oh, uh, not really. Right. White savior would be if he solved the problem. Like, oh, Ever? I fixed. Uh... I
0: love the scene. You think duct tape got. Oh, it's not duct tape. It's like a Christmas tape he used, right? Yeah.
1: Holiday theme. <laughs>
0: How does this douche make it?
1: Yeah, like this motherfucker with the country accent or whatever the fuck.
0: We're like watching in suspense.
1: Love it. I love it too.
0: Yeah. It's high noon. It's a classic movie. That's your favorite yeah. part. <laughs> That's how
1: weirdly you pronounce his motherfucker. 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 Wow. Okay.
0: I like the way he blows on the gun afterwards. And still says a one-liner. And it's going to do a call back to the, how the company gave her, like, a Rolex.
1: Can't take it with you.
0: So apparently, this is a good... They dropped Alan Rickman before they said they were to get an actual... <laughs> reaction and this is supposed to be a true reaction that's the lore that this is him going oh shit they dropped me early <laughs> i love it
1: if that's the case then i absolutely love it
0: i mean who knows how true like i've how true shit like that is but that's the lore
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> okay the, like, like, they did, pretty good <laughs> yeah.
0: like they did a we'll count to three but they dropped him on like one or two you know one of those deals
1: Oh, bloody sweaty kiss! You love to see it—the best kind. Yeah, I don't want a kiss from you if it ain't covered in blood and sweat. Are those the bonds falling? 'Cause shit, yeah. that I'll be just grabbing a whole bunch of things, <laughs> leaving. Shit, I know there's a few police officers there that's like, yeah, I can retire right now. Oh, look, it's like it's snowing in L.A. Yeah, Die Hard would definitely go in my top 10 movies of all time. And my number one Christmas movie. I don't know why. it's like oh I didn't expect you to be black (laughs) (laughs) I just want him to like Carla Winslow to disappear once Bruce Willis looks away just like oh he was never really there to begin with yeah well kind of would have been a better moment if they never actually got to talk just like just the acknowledgement of each other would be fine. Which they throw him as almost
0: like a cameo in the second one, if you remember. Yeah. Because he was kind of like the sidekick. He was helping getting shit done. But he then why not throw him in the second one more? I mean, all he does is he's like on the phone.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: John faxes him uh, dead guy's fingerprints. A new, uh,
1: black sidekick in the next one. <laughs>
0: No, that's the third one. He, don't, I don't think he really has a sidekick. In the second one, there's the like maintenance guy mm-hmm. that kind of helps him. But
1: he made it all the way with a gun after being hung fifteen feet in the air. He's like fucking invincible. Yeah, every movie there has to be that one guy that you need to shoot him like eight times to get him down.
0: Redemption for Carl Winslow. Then he's like, did I do that? <laughs> this, is,
1: this is one-liner. <laughs> Predating even Steve Urkel's arrival. <laughs> uh realistically he deserved that but she didn't know that he tried to like go deep into their family history or whatever the fuck so literally she just punched the guy for no reason
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know if she does or not i was thinking the same thing like did they oh
1: gotta end it off with the classic so delightful this is no place to go.
0: Uh, it's such a good movie. Yeah,
1: it is. Like, There's really not much to say about it. It's just like one of those timeless classics where they get everything right. And again, this is an accident. It wasn't supposed to be this big. It wasn't supposed to be a franchise. It was just this thing that like accidentally got big
0: yeah but home alone falls in that too when we're talking about these types of movies you know these movies that they might have known toward release but they did not know there was not expectations making these movies that it was gonna they were gonna be these huge ass movies that you know mm-hmm. so i don't know it it does makes me sad that the fourth and fifth one are such garbage, and yeah, that... they're
1: nothing. It's just like it's not like they're exceedingly bad or anything. They're just like not really anything. they have no reason to exist, and like i i and I never thought I would say that about um like a diehard movie it was like they don't really need to exist,
0: yeah, I mean, I don't know, like I said, the fourth one is like okay um mm. but like you said the tech plot is so out there it's weird that they throw justin long in there as like a sidekick and the fact mm-hmm. that it's i mean the fact that they made it they edited it down that you can clearly tell their edits where he's supposed to cuss more and they're supposed to be more violence that they edited it down from an r to a pg-13 post the movie being made you know mm-hmm. is annoying but i mean when when he launches a car at a helicopter as like a missile i don't know there are just parts of that movie that are almost funny that they're so stupid
1: yeah the whole tech thing it felt like they did this because that movie came out considerably longer than the gap between two and three so they want to sort of do like a fish out of water bruce willis can't keep up with the newfangled technology times or whatever and it's like and it was like oh this is so this isn't good or whatever and it's not logical uh so to speak, because apparently I I don't remember the full plot of the third or the fourth movie, but apparently but uh, from what I remember, just being like the whole premise of it in general just didn't work. So if you have a premise that doesn't work, then you kind of fall. The movie sort of falls flat.
0: Yeah. And um, shit, what's her name? The like action chick, Asian chick is in it. And they kill her off like two thirds through the movie. She's like the henchman. Um, Maggie Q, yeah, is, is in it, but then they don't really do enough with her, you know. And then um, Timothy Olyphant as the villain. He's like a total like black hat, like you know, because there's a part in that movie where they just straight up murder everyone helping them. You know what I mean? They're like, okay, we've hit this phase of the plan, and then they just kill all the other bad guys it's like what yeah it's so stupid so um yeah,
1: we might need to give that a rewatch or whatever because it's just like it's just one of <laughs> those it's one of those movies where it's just like what actually were they thinking because it's <laughs> just like it would because live free and die hard is like bad where it's like okay i see what they're trying to do they're trying to sort of bring die hard into the modern era but they failed miserably mm-hmm. whereas the fourth one Die Hard 4 I don't know what the hell is called. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember which one's which.
0: I seriously is I thought Die Hard 5 or what's the which one is I thought Live Free or Die Hard was 4. Was that 5? Live Free no, Die Hard is, it four. is 4. 5 and is a five good is day a Die good, Hard. Good, oh God. And that Damn. one like that one starts off interesting where it's like, you know, you've got this dude who you got, I believe the Russian, like Russian bad guys. And then it turns out it's John McClane's son, but you're not supposed to know that. But then it just falls off the cliff. Like the last Mm -hmm. half of it, it's like, they just decide, let's just do this big action set piece and just end the movie. Like we're just going to end it. Like it's, it's weird. It's like they ran out of money or I don't know what happened with that movie. It starts off strong and it just goes to shit
1: like real quick. And so, surprisingly enough, they turned out a profit. Profit on this movie because I'm honestly convinced that uh, this isn't. I don't try not to come off offensive, but people overseas have no taste in movies because it feels <laughs> like every time, like a movie is just like uh, action movie is very terrible or whatnot. It goes straight to China, India, or whatever in uh, overseas, and it's like, oh, it did billions or it did millions over there, and it's just like you're you're indulging it, like you are just. Creating these movies at this point. So
0: okay, before we finish this podcast, mm. go to YouTube, look for Die Hard is back, two minute commercial. We're gonna watch this together. It it's yeah. from October eighteenth, um, from the Die Hard Battery channel. Okay, and we can watch it together. So tell me when you want to start it, and I'll hit play at the same time.
1: All right, give me one second. Oh, this is fucking stupid. All right, give me. What is stupid? the The fact that this is even a battery commercial. I thought <laughs> I thought it was going to like tease, like, "Hey, dude, we're going to be ma- uh, we're going to be making a new Die Hard movie or whatever the fuck." No. but no, it's just like, "Hey, here goes a commercial." It's a high budget. All right two-minute commercial
0: called Die Hard is Bad. It's it's
1: super widescreen for some reason. All right. Uh, All right. So, uh, are you ready to count it down? Yeah, I'm ready. Are are you watching? Okay. Uh three, two, one, play. Uh, oh, why does he sound
2: like
0: that? Oh, there he there's Theo from the oh. Well yeah,
1: I guess he didn't technically die at then. Walker Texas Ranger. Oh, even that fall was terrible.
0: <laughs> I'm still laughing watching it
1: because I'm an this idiot. This is fucking stupid. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> that like, this heavens. is too involved. This is so sad. Like, I like this is <laughs> making me sad watching this.
2: Oh!
1: He's dead. Did they kill Kyle in a
0: commercial? That'd be great.
1: I mean, that that would hurt. Was this a Christmas commercial? Did this show on Christmas? That's from October. Oh, wow. So they didn't even make this a Christmas commercial? Wait, hold on. So they're saying that you can shoot a battery and it'll still work. They murdered Theo. Is this cannon? Did it blow up Theo? Ugh, I hated it. <laughs> do you think they're going to do more is the question unless bruce willis needs money then yeah he'll probably <laughs> do more but other than that like no why would he do more yeah. clearly nobody was enjoying that like this wasn't like a passion project or anything like you know how like sometimes if somebody really enjoyed the pro making like a project they'll bring it back in like some sort of kickstarter format yeah uh, as, a, like, a short or whatever, but this is just, it just feels like he just, like, forced himself to do this because he needed a little bit of extra cash. And it's just, like, it's, it, you just seeing this old, tired Bruce Willis just fumble his way through this commercial. <laughs> and also the false advertising that you can shoot a battery and put it <laughs> in your car and it still works. Like, they could possibly get sued for that, actually. When did this you come think out?
0: think so? It came, it, out like it came out, like, in October. came out, like, less than two
1: months ago, as we record this. Well, buy myself a diehard battery, shoot it, and then put it in my car, and then be like, this diehard battery didn't work. In the, in the diehard commercial. I mean,
0: be... I don't know enough about how batteries work. I mean, the, the plastic part is a shell. There's I know, like, water reservoirs and they're doing something and other I'm things. It's
1: explode in his hand. Like, Isn't there, like, <laughs> lithium ion or whatever the fuck is in batteries or like, uh, like I'm I going to scene right now and I'm relooking and see how, <laughs> like, if you shoot through a battery, like I want MythBusters on this. I want them to be like, <laughs> hey, yo, uh, if you shoot a battery, it'll explode in your hand. Yep. Shot the battery and he puts it back in the car while the battery still shot. I'm going to look that up real quick before we wrap up this podcast. What, what, what are you if, looking up? What
0: happens if, if you, you shoot, shoot a, a battery? Yeah. Probably nothing. It's not going to explode. Why would it explode? You shoot. There's not explosive stuff in a battery. That'd make them dangerous. It's got corrosive material, and I know there's like water involved and something, 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 but it's not... I'm not saying it would work afterwards. It might. I guess it depends where it was shot. I don't know. I think...
1: uh, Okay. So it does kind of explode a little bit. I'm watch I literally watched a dude do it, so
0: Okay. I mean it also probably depends on what kind of ammo you use and Mm -hmm. but if they exploded it'd be so dangerous the fact that we're driving around. That means if you got in a head on collision, your fucking car would explode and that's not what happens.
1: I mean it just explodes and starts a little fire, it doesn't boom it just doesn't like do what it it doesn't like super explode or whatever I should say. It just like uh, combusts and starts on fire.
0: Okay, so well, that's good to know. I'm glad that's what you take out of that one thing.
1: Uh, the point of this is that you can't put it back in your car and pretend like it's going to work. So, uh, not only is this a bad commercial that that is doesn't make any sense, but like yeah, um, it it's also selling. I'm glad, for, I'm glad false that's dreams. what
0: that's what's important to Yanni is the. um mm-hmm what happened there, you know, with the commercial and uh, with the battery getting shot, so good to know. I thought you should see that since you apparently hadn't seen it. Um, I don't know. I, Bruce Willis, I don't know what's going on with him. Does he have, like, yeah. some illegitimate children? Does he owe back taxes? Um, apparently, just...
1: celebrities were taking a hit during the corona, so I don't know. It's, it's yeah, maybe... but
0: his movie's choices go back to before that so um is he just having a hard time because he's just getting old at finding the right roles you know i don't know i mean Maybe he that's it need, a... he needs another fucking pulp fiction or
1: so he needs something he needs a he can... marvel movie that's probably he's going to either get a marvel or a dc movie where he's a uh, a person in one of those because that's literally what you do like when you're a a-list celebrity and you're looking for a role that sort of sets you for life you just got to make your way into a Marvel movie or a well, DC those, movie.
0: those are the options you get to become part of a franchise mm-hmm. you uh get in an action movies that are actually good which he's not like Liam
1: Neeson or you actually Wait, try find... hold on. was it? No, he wasn't. I, I'm who am I thinking of that was in the Fast and Furious movie another older actor Am I thinking Kurt Russell? Fast and know. Furious the Fast Furious Jesus, which one is it? There's like twenty of them, seven, and they're all named variations of the same thing.
0: Uh, well, it's not Bruce Willis, so either way, yeah,
1: it's Kurt Russell that's in. Or it. he I'll, needs I'll to speaking.
0: actually start acting, like find a good like juicy role, mm-hmm. you know, and get in it. I don't know what happened with him and Tarantino because speaking of Kurt Russell. Russell shows up in a lot of these newer Tarantino. I mean, Bruce Willis was in Pulp Fiction and what else? That four rooms movie, which was like, he was in Tarantino's version. I, yeah. He really wasn't. He did like a few things with Tarantino in the nineties and then not really so much anymore. So,
1: so his options is either join the fast furious franchise, join the Marvel franchise uh, I guess they're doing Star Wars again join the Star Wars franchise or he was in what he was in a Wes Anderson movie like I'm surprised he wasn't like uh, Bill Murray and just stuck with it but
0: he's supposed to be an asshole to work with That's yeah, so. all the or even nowadays get in a fucking TV show that's halfway decent yeah
1: starring a TV show that's pretty good or whatever. I mean, so. there's
0: so many options. There's so many good TV shows. It's not frowned upon to be in a good TV show. Mm-hmm. There's people that are in all the above, you know, that do, yeah. you know. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I feel
1: bad. I mean, I don't really feel bad for Bruce Willis, but I, just I enjoy feel Bruce bewildered Willis. The fact that, like, because like normally people report on shit like that, like, oh, this celebrity is broke or whatever, so they need to do this. Like Nick Cage, like that was reported right away, saying like, oh, he's broke, so he needs to do all these movies. But like, I haven't heard anything about Bruce Willis, so it could just be that he's just trying to find his niche, his niche, his niche niche, bitch. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that has been uh, Die Hard, the first one, the best Christmas movie ever, in my opinion. Uh, If you guys could be sure to rate this podcast five stars on your preferred uh, podcast platform. As always, my name is Yanni. That is Sean. See you guys next time.
0: Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers.
1: Not